Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listen to discretion is advised. It's our first Friday of 2024. It's Rafe. Oh, my God. It's, yeah. Did you realize that? Wow. It's our this first it. one together. Anybody here from Rafe? Him and Tina make it down to, to they the They did Bahamas? make it down. If both? you follow them on uh, Instagram, they both are posting from the beach. Okay, good. Kenny Rogers was playing the minute Rafe stepped foot on in the Bahamas, so he's at home. I knew he was Kenny still Rogers alive. Rogers was playing? Yeah. I knew it. So Kenny Rogers is still alive. Yeah, you heard it here he's first, guys. No, 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 like on the radio. <laughs> he's a oh, NASA. Oh, like right. they walked into a bar, like a tiki hut down there, and Kenny and the Rogers was playing. The gambler was on. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad they made it. Yep. So he's going to be soaking up the sun here in St. Louis. It's looking like uh, maybe some snow. Yeah, you talking Tuesday? About, yeah, yeah, Monday, Tuesday, right? Not, not. This well, weekend. okay. So here's I, I went on to the uh, to the Fox Two, Fox Two website. Here's what they say as far as today and tomorrow. All right. Fox 2 says, light mix of rain and snow likely to spread across much of the region on Friday evening. Temperatures will be just above freezing, so much of what falls will not stick to road surfaces, but may stick to grass and elevated surfaces like decks and car tops. Uh, this time, the most likely area is to see some very light slushy snow accumulation Friday night. Um Roughly along and south of 44 in Missouri and through much of southern Illinois. Just enough to make everything look dirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And, you know what I mean? It's my yard's those. finally not muddy at the moment. Well, let's get that mud let's back, Let's get it buddy. back. I want <laughs> to get back. it back. This is great. Eight o'clock is when 
It's supposed to start. Uh, Are we in winter? It's this, supposed to be freezing. Come on. This area may see a dusting or up to a half inch of snow. One or two spots may be close to one inch, uh, but, but that's going to be the exception. All right, the timing for the Friday night mini storm between 5 p.m. Friday and 3 a.m. Saturday morning. All right. But I guess what they're really looking at is Monday and Tuesday. You ready for this? Let's go. Oh, oh no. Hey, while I was away, did it did it snow at all here? Um, it pretended one night. It was like really cool. It was thick, but it never it was, it was yeah. too warm. It was a couple days after Christmas. Yeah. yeah. It was beautiful, but it was yeah. too big warm. Old. Did it snow? Big mm-hmm. big yeah. fat flakes? Mm-hmm. There were flakes. Yes, we saw flakes. But nothing no, significant. But it was cool because it was on and off for hours and hours. Huh. And, and I woke up around two or three in the morning and Looked out the window, you know, and there's no lights or anything, but you just see that yes. white coming Snow down. Gloves. It looks so down. beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, cool. it was but postcard. But it's still like 34 degrees if, if or something. If you weren't looking at the ground, if you didn't include the ground, it was postcard snow. Kind of yeah. real nice. Nice. Like, oh, yeah. look at that. It was hey, pleasant. Lovely. All right, so Monday, Tuesday, after I the can. weekend, minor snow events. Again, this is from Fox 2, so if any of this is wrong, blame them. <laughs> uh, attention turns quickly to what will be a potent winter storm slated to impact Ooh. the middle of the nation. What did I wow, say earlier, Lauren? You're saying, ready for yes, it. I go, I'm ready for it. Come on, well, man. Well, it's coming. Let's, let's get some fun going. It's good. Uh, there are still plenty of questions about the exact track and the very critical temperature profiles that will determine rain versus heavy wet snow. All indications at this point include, uh, or as to indicate, that the transition will fall within the St. Louis region. While amounts and types of precipita- uh, precipitation are still uncertain, it is very clear that significant rain and wind will accompany the system, regardless of whether it eventually switches over to snow. Wind gusts could reach or exceed 40 miles an hour, which is plausible on a system of this magnitude. The system has the potential to produce one inch or more of snow or rain, which will well, uh, will be welcome, uh, considering the current drought situation. Uh, how much, if any, will fall snow is still a matter to be ironed out. No matter how the details play out, snow or no snow, it is likely to be the most intense storm of the season so far. Okay. So my question is, when does Hidden Valley open? <laughs> I'm on the website right now, and it looks like uh, I can book for the 10th. So are they opening on the 10th? Uh, is that what's happening? Are they not open already? No, I don't think so, man. I haven't seen anything. I follow, really? I follow their socials. Listen, I'm all yeah, around. usually I there's a big story on the news about them starting to make yeah. snow. Yeah, I mean, I think they, I think they got burned so many times opening in December, and then the rain happened, and then we ruined the the snow and all, all the money that they spent. Blowing what about snow. the polar plunge? Well, again, you got to blow snow, and if they're if they're blowing snow and then a rain, it just wipes it all away. So it's, uh, I think it was too costly, and they kept pushing it back, pushing it back. It looks like I can book tickets as of uh, January tenth. Huh. I'll tell you what, man, my son-in-law, he knows how to endear himself a little bit. I was talking yesterday to him, and he said, "Hey, when are we going skiing in Utah?" I said, "What?" This country boy wants to go skiing in Utah Is he a with his father. I guess so. He wants to go with his father-in-law. So I'm, I'm, I'm. Did you know he could ski? No. Wow. Man. He said, "Let's go." That is awesome. T- man. Tell you, he, he, he's just telling my daughter. He's like, "Tell your dad we got to mm. book a trip. Let's go to Utah and and, and ski." So he's awesome. A hop, skip, and a jump, a right fan. to Utah, huh? Yep. Why, why don't we start at say, son? Why don't we start at Hidden Valley? Well, yeah, we went. We we, we, we were talking about that over like uh, over Christmas. So let's not start planning trips together. You know, <laughs> let's take it easy. <laughs> let's, let's yeah, let's slow roll a little bit. I'm down, man. He might. He Let's might be one Hidden of these Valley. people that touches everything in a hotel room. You don't even know what you're dealing <laughs> with. Oh man, good point. Yeah, man. Just you and I, Dad. We'll go together. He's just you, you and dad. I. Just call you Dad. <laughs> he didn't call me. He didn't call me anything. Hey, pops. He, he just hey. 
You call your in-laws uh, mom and dad? No. I I uh, yeah. I do like I, whenever Tim and I are talking and we're talking about like his mom, I'll say like mom. I'll say it to him. I'll be like mom said this. She texted me this. But yeah, I haven't. Uh, I like. I, I haven't, How do you address them? Anna and Dana. Yeah, it's uh, you know. Mike and Marina. Yeah. But I kind of want to get. Like, I hope I get to that point where I'm like, "Hey, mom!" Hmm. Like, oh no, you're past. Me, I'm past. You're past that. You need to. I can't say you that. You can't just go to that. It, it's got to be. <laughs> mm. You've been married too long to make the switch. I know. Well, and I've also like never. I, I kind of wanted to start calling my stepdad Pa. Like oddly enough. Like uh, Kate Jerry? Hudson. Yeah. I, I, Kate Hudson calls Kurt Russell paw, and I think that's really cute and endearing. That's her stepdad. Huh. It's like, I don't know. You can't start I, I don't that. get to say dad anymore. You can't anymore. start that now. I know. It's a new can. year, though. It is a new you year. Can. This is no, the time. Yeah, because paw. No, it's like, going to be weird. Listen, dad yeah. is, dad might be weird, because that's that's a jump. Yeah. Paw is like a, Hi, that's a, yeah, that's a, you know, it's kind endearing. of a. Maybe if you start throwing it in, like, jokingly. Well, yeah. Like, start, like, start. Joking around, like saying it. Hey, mom. Like, like in with Jerry. Pa yeah. is a gateway. Hey, it's a gateway word. Yeah, it is a gateway. It's word. only two letters. We call him Gary. Like I call him Gary a lot because we. That's like his funny nickname. Because my mom called him Gary one time. We're like, who the hell's Gary? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's uh, awesome. Boy, <laughs> not gonna check it, Gary. That's what she said to him. Um, no, but I. You can't. You can't start calling your in-laws mom and dad. By the way. Why? It's way too late. Is it? It's t- I'm ten years in. Oh, way too late. What about me? Were you five years in? Uh, longer now. For, for the marriage, uh, three something, but you know, eight years uh, together or seven years. Too late. Did you have a conversation about it? Like, hey, I'm gonna start no. calling you mom and yeah. dad. Is that cool? no? Is that weird? That's weird. Hmm. Is it weird that? Well, see, we my have the grandparent names. That makes it easy. Oh yeah. yeah. Gigi and Grandpa. Yeah, that's cool. That's easy. That's w- really weird. All right, well. What? You can't just start doing it. I'm just throwing out ideas. Yeah. Is it weird that um, this would have been, I guess, uh, how long ago was that? Maybe about 12, 13 years ago, I saved my mother-in-law's phone number and my phone as mom spec before it was even. So you were calling her mom 13 years ago yeah. before. That's cute. And well, then, well, yeah, then you, do you call years. her mom? Well, I always call her um, either like mother spec or whatever or mom. How do you yeah. address her? Uh, either one of those. Mother Spack? Mother Spack. Mother. Usually with an accent. Like, Mother Spack. Mother Spack. Maybe I'll start doing an accent. No. Hello, Mom. <laughs> I know. I always thought. Hello, Pa. <laughs> I always thought maybe I would just make the switch and not tell anybody. Yeah. And just start doing it. And then I'm. It's a, nah. It's a generational it. thing. Like our parents Did called it. their in laws mom and dad. I, my, I remember my father calling, you know, my grandpa. Dad. Yeah. Hmm. My my mother's father, dad. Well, and that's also because, um, or I feel like they didn't use first names, and and I've and I've done that too. Like if if somebody is like a particular type of elder to me, like I can't call them by their first name. It makes me feel strange. Even yeah. still, yes, in your forties. Yes, I have e- a person still. like that in my life. Uh, my old English teacher, Miss Terry McGee, and I. We've gone. We've traveled internationally. She's a friend. She's a dear friend. She's in her 70s. And her name is Terry. And I I, I still call her Miss McGee and I or, or McGee because I can't call yeah. her Terry because I've I just originally knew her as Ms. McGee. Mm. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where the line is for me necessarily, but it was definitely driven in pretty hard by that old fashioned old school parents. You know, my, my, my parents were older. 
When I was adopted, well, maybe if you still know, so. if you knew somebody as a kid. Yeah, and but you've not, known them your whole life, and yeah, now not, you're an adult, and you still call them. Well, I'm not talking about that. I'm, I'm talking about if I if I meet like if, if I were to meet, um, let's say my dad has a long lost friend or something, and he were to introduce me to him, he wouldn't. He he. I don't know, man. Okay, so I I I see often and uh, and hang out with and play soccer with one of my dad's oldest friends. Mm-hmm. He's ninety six. And this is like this is like and, and he's and he's uh he's the younger one of their group and kind of always has been and has always been very comfortable like, hey call me Steve. And yeah. I call him Steve. And every time it happens, I feel like I'm breaking a rule. Which is weird because yeah. the name's Roger, right? <laughs> no, but like, you know, it's like a it's like a, hey Steve and I'm like, oh God, I'm gonna get in trouble for that. You know, it just doesn't yeah. feel well Right. Listen, as far as the in-laws goes, you need you need to go mom or dad right out of the gate. I think that's weird. Yeah. Right out of the gate. Like, you get married, hey, mom and dad. No, at, right when you get married, you go, mom, <laughs> mom. dad, mom, and mom, that's mom. it. And it's and official. the ice. Okay. Like, once, once, you know, you do your I do's, you may kiss the bride, and then you turn, mom, dad. Dad. And that's it. That's you've now established <laughs> Come on, dad. how this relationship is going to move forward. I feel like if I said that to... To, if I said that to Randy, if I said that to Grandpa Randy, he'd go, "Don't do that." Oh. I got enough. I got enough of that. Uh, I've had enough of that. You need yeah. to. <laughs> he would love it, That's man. You got to. I mean, he wouldn't do it in a serious manner, but I know it'd be so funny. <laughs> hey, um, I do, I do want to mention this. Um, <laughs> man, these these Stanley Stanley cups. Oh God. Oh my gosh. Now my daughters are collecting them. Okay. Dollars. Yeah. I know. So fight for them. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The, the, the the tumblers, the giant. <laughs> yeah. It's just the how new turbine. How did Big Stanley get in the middle schools? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I don't well, know. Well, how do they have a resurgence? Because when I was a kid, <laughs> you know, every dad had the green one that you yeah. take to the work site. Well, yeah. And and if you don't know what I'm talking about, okay, it's a, not the Stanley Cup like the NHL Stanley Cup. <laughs> right. Um, they're big. T- they're just big. They're, they're big thermoses. thermoses. Yeah, that's With a big carb. Like, my dad was a coal miner, and he had... These types of cups, like going down in the mines, yeah. they're oversized. They're oh. oversized insulated coffee cups, right? With a giant handle and a and a and a smaller kind of base to fit in the cup holder, right? Very convenient, yeah, for adults. Yeah, they're awesome. But how did they become a thing that all middle school girls need to have? I think some big Stanley. Picked out a couple of cool influencer kids and said, "You're gonna go take this big old cup into the middle school." Here, whatever, here, whatever TikTok they did. TikTok our cup. Whatever they did, because I remember a couple months ago, my daughter had to have one of these cups. My wife went out and got one. I remember seeing it in the kitchen. I go, "The hell's this?" Right. Well, this is the this is the Stanley Cup. All the all the middle schoolers have one of these. Thirty six ounces. Is, mm-hmm. This is something you take to a construction site. Yep. Right. Yeah. This this cup goes along with your metal. Lunchbox. I mean, I'm happy the kids are staying hydrated. Yeah. But what just, the hell? I just feel bad for Coleman. That used to be the right. Oh yeah, you know, Coleman. Those poor guys yeah, Coleman left really missed it. And Yeti. And Yeti. They didn't know that got, they could be this. the cool I'm thing. Too deep today. I got a Yeti Whoa. and a Turvis. Okay, you can retire no, right Stanley. now. Stanley. Yeti. And yeah, those are lame. Cool. So you're I know. An old I middle schoolers think you're lame. lame. What yeah. year is this? Yeah, I know. 2020. Was this 07? That's it. Yeah, the Stanley. The 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 Stanleys because they don't say Stanley Cup. They just say. Stanley. Stanley. Hey, look at my new Stanley. Yeah. Uh, my new Stanley is the the Adidas jacket from '94. Wow. And like, am I too old to carry a Stanley? Like, if the kids see me no. rolling in, I don't got kids. They're like, look at me. Well, lady? if if you're rolling with your uh, Lululemons and your Stanley Cup, ah, oh, trying too hard. You are. So I need to tone it down. West West County, dude. 
West County all the way. Don't even get me started on Lululemon. I was at the West County Mall like <laughs> two days after Christmas for ungodly reasons. And the line for returns, I've never shopped at Lululemon. It was down oh, to yeah. like Victoria's oh, Secret. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't want to get off the st- I don't want to oh, get off the Stanley Cup thing. No, but but All I read something about the the guy who started Lululemon. Yeah, the guy's like a bazillionaire now, obviously, and right. he sold. I think he sold his uh, like he's not the CEO anymore, but he's got a you know thirty percent stake in the company. The guy's a multi billionaire. Um, do you know why he named it Lululemon? No, or part of the reason why, and you may want to look this up, is <laughs> because there is no sound for L that Lulu. In the Japanese language, and he thought it's funny to hear Japanese people try to say Lululemon. What? So he's got jokes on Japanese people? Wow. Weird. So if you hear a Japanese person try to say Lululemon, it's like Rururemon. Right. Ugh. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> I just read that. What the hell does that like have to do with pants? Well, now, no. now it know. makes me wonder why Stanley's called that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You may want to verify that. <laughs> okay. Man. Fact check. Huh. Fact check that. <laughs> it's interesting. I know that my girls went on a shopping trip after Christmas, and they came back with four Actually. of those little red <laughs> Lululemon bags. And, dude, I, did, I don't even, I'm not looking at the credit card statement. I'm not, I'm, oh, yeah, no. That they middle, middle they school said, hey, girls. Man. Listen, I got a middle school girl. And you know what they did? I know you do. You know, you know what my wife did? She goes, hey, listen, uh, we spent two hours in, uh, in the mall and most of it in Lululemon because of the lines. And uh, people were turning stuff and all that. And we all got a lot of stuff. And, and she kind of gave me that face. And she goes, but I got you a shirt. I got you a workout shirt. Like, that was wow. like the... Uh, the uh, Compromise. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Like, no, I got the, you stuff. I was like, well, no, what? Don't the be big, mad. The big popular things <laughs> for the middle school girls. Okay, it's Lu- it's Lululemon, the Stanley Cups, and Bath and Body Works. Well, that's all. Bath and Body Bath Works, and body works is so hot little. right now. It's always really? been hot, dude. So it's back in Did action. you look it up? Oh, yeah. yeah, here With it is. With body butter? Uh, Chip Wilson, the founder of Lululemon, came up with the name in 1998. His reasoning is he thought it would be unlikely for Japanese companies to create brands that start with the letter L because oh. Japanese people cannot pronounce it. Okay. It actually is kind of smart, too, because you stand out over there big time. Oh, I read it was, it was like, I want to hear Japanese people try to pronounce it. Well, yeah, yeah he I mean, says he also wanted it, twist, it to sound very Western uh, to Japanese speakers and to be difficult for them to pronounce. <laughs> what a jerk. I like how he well, just picked so one. Up, this jerk, this picked, jerk is laughing all the way to the yeah, back. I know he, is. he picked one nation to pick on. I like it. And those pants, in my opinion, again, I have many yoga pants at home, and I love for Target is great. Um, tried Lululemon. Just my sister got on the bus to, mm-hmm. you know, try and buy them all. And I was like, what? It, this is nothing special. It, you are literally wasting your money. Well, it's oh. that. It's Athleta. Oh, it's a branding. Athleta. Yeah. Athleta Fabletics. Fabletics. That's a Kate Hudson's brand. Okay. See, I know. I know. I know. I know. You. I know. You're, you're hip with You're it, a man. leggings guy. I know. Yeah. I know what's going on. You guys wear uh, tight leggings, like under shorts sometimes? No. Uh, oh, okay. No, I haven't since uh, soccer. Like no. uh, on, a, on occasion, if I was playing turf or something like that, sometimes you do that just because you don't want to rip the skin from your Get body. That. Okay. So these Stanley Cups. Yeah. I guess they've done a collaboration with Target and Starbucks. Oh, Wait, yes. who did? Stanley? Yeah. Stanley. So they they did this collaboration with Target and, and Stanley. Uh, Target, Target and Starbucks. Starbucks, Stanley. Uh, yeah. This is the trifecta. Yeah, yeah. People are going. My daughter's going to lose her mind. You know what? I'm sure she already knows. 
I'm sure she already has She can't it. get one because they're sold out everywhere. People are going crazy. It is like Black Friday waiting in line oh, no. overnight. Beanie Babies again. This is this is Black Friday in line at 10 p.m. the night before. <laughs> the doors open at Target and they stock the shelves it's for these pink. things. It's pink. I'm looking at it. It's pink. It looks, um, it's 50 bucks still. Man. Why wow. is it Check so out the, and, and, and people are going crazy and it's becoming violent. Here's audio of a man being tackled by customers after jumping over the counter of a Starbucks inside a Target to steal a box of pink Stanley tumblers. Okay, I like that. Here we go. Get him, get him! Stop him! Stop him! Stop him! Look at this is insane. Look at this. He is insane. I like how she's in line. She's like, "This is insane." Now, what if we found out that that but was? I need mine. Well, yeah. What if we found out that that was one of the marketing uh, directors oh. uh, for uh, for the thing? And this is a viral video for good reason, Could be. showing Dude. how excited people are. I how don't know. Excited you should be. I'm seeing videos from all over the country, and and maybe <laughs> maybe the Stanley Company has their you know social media really dialed in to fool damn near everyone. Yeah, man. So you're saying I need to including sell my- every news organization. Gold bricks. Yeah, you, I need to sell the fifteen I already bought. My uh, my daughter. Oh no, good. Hey, if you get one of these things, mm-hmm. they're going for three hundred bucks. Oops, I accidentally threw a whole bunch away. <laughs> ah. my daughter. I, I do um, I do check on her every once in a while with uh, with money because remember she's uh, she's on the allowance thing. We we give her an allowance, and she buys her own stuff. She buys. You need you need. Toothpaste, you need this, you need that, you need you want a shirt, you want a Lululemon thing, you want a Stanley? Like, she buys it, you know? It's like uh, we're teaching her how to budget and uh, how yeah, to understand true. all that kind of stuff. Basically like a, a paycheck. And um, and she's kind of on her own. And she chose to do that, and that's the system that we've we've allowed her to do. And and I, when I, you know, these Stanleys and all this stuff that she was really into was like coming out, I was like, hey, how you doing? Like, savings-wise, you, you okay? And She's hanging in there. I mean, she's budgeting. I don't know what she's sacrificing. I don't know if she's not eating at school or something. I don't know what she's Listen, doing. Listen, I become I become the, and I get when I want to start a jacket on. My parents got me some kind of knockoff. And oh, I was dude. super pissed off. Oh, the online skates. And, the knockoff and I jackets. Said, I said to my little girl, I said, man, there's another pair of these same exact leggings that don't say Lululemon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're forty dollars cheaper. Yeah. We've, we've crossed the rocks. Yeah. And they're made to way cheaper. We've crossed the rocks, dude. We're the old folks now. Yeah. Go, no, no, we are. Nobody's gonna. <laughs> I, and I said, nobody's gonna know. Oh man, we got in the conversation yesterday. Same thing, but not with clothes, but with words. And I said, listen, son, I know you get upset with me when I say this stuff, but you have to explain cap. Please tell me. And I and I and I don't mean to sound like a grandpa here, but like, what is the origin? Right. And and uh, I actually know it was, it was it was with my daughter and uh, and she was like I don't know and I was like well how, why why are you so cap, comfortable using a word is, you know yeah. because it's a lot I don't know about you but when I'm when I'm using words I, I I visualize them and like there's a lot of like I don't know attachment to them sometimes mm-hmm. so you kind of know like the history or the use of it or the reasoning or just a, like a flash the of the reasoning yeah. yeah or the origin and I was like you got to explain this to me. And my wife actually looked it up, and it was like this old word, like a hundred years ago, and and it they started actually making sense. It started making sense to me, but I was just like, "Can you explain this?" And I said, "What about this? What about this?" And all of her words, she had no idea. Well, no attachments to it. No, just you know, you hear one person say it, then everybody starts saying, it, and then there you go. But now it's in the vernacular. But when she left the room, my wife and I looked at each other, and we're like, "Oh man, we're forever on this side of the line now, aren't yeah. we?" 
Yeah. When I said, what happened? When I said, hey, there's just like that. There's the same thing <laughs> at another store <laughs> with no line <laughs> and 75% cheaper. Nobody's going to know. Right. I'll Everybody's know. Gonna know. Everybody's going to know. Everybody's going to know. I want to know about these Stanley Cups, though. These Stanley, like, how do they get popular? Why are they popular? Who decided these things are going to be popular? You know what? Hot Kirkwood and Glendale moms love Stanley Cups. Like, my yeah, best yeah. friend lives in Glendale. She loves her Stanley Cup. Now, this woman is a doctor and, like, you know, an adult oh, yeah. and a mom. And she wants to be hydrated for many hours throughout the day. So the, And it fits in the cup holder. It so fits she, in the cup holder. Probably got She's that powder blue it. one that matches oh, the uh, scrub yeah, with or something. Straw. Well, this, yeah. this, this Starbucks Stanley Cup thing... Again, causing mayhem at Target, and I'm I'm reading on uh, you know today <laughs> today's website um, <laughs> on January 3rd, Stanley, the company behind the viral unbreakable 40 ounce double wall vacuum insulated tumblers, released a collaboration with Starbucks in a quote winter pink hue, sold exclusively at Target stores, caused long lines, overnight campouts, and mayhem in stores. Whoa! Also, it's not even that cool, like different looking. The winter pink is just light pink. There's no design on okay. it. Okay. So this thing is $49.95, limited time while supplies last. And they said, by the looks of things, supplies did not last long. Man. Starbucks rep said, we are seeing an enthusiastic response to the Starbucks Stanley Quencher. And many stores have sold out. It will not be restocked. Wow. I, told, I mean, listen, over the course of history, we've, we've you know, uh, fashion has a, has its place, has, has its reason. There's all sorts of psychology behind it. And I understand, like, with the jackets or... Or brands of shoes, or hats, even accessories and different things. But this is a cup, after all, mm-hmm. which is which is why that's the that's the gap that I can't figure out. Is like how is it cooler? What I'm temporarily holding and drinking water out of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I understand the jackets, the hats, even glasses, like but I glasses know, brands. But I want to know how it made the jump to kids. That's that's what I mean. Yeah, I mean, like it's, they're it's not kids all over brands. TikTok, though. Lululemon is not a kids brand. Yeah, but it's clothes. I, I can I can get that. But it's but a th- insulated coffee mug. Right. That how? It's just they're neat colors and but they've been kind of I thought they were already going on their way out, but they've had a big resurgence this year. Or the end of last year. Oh I remember they were huge a couple of years ago. The Stanley Cups. Yeah. Remember of uh, uh Jeff on, on his feedback brings up a great point. Remember earlier it was the summer, a car Caught on fire, burned the whole car. Except for the cup. Except for the cup. I remember that. Oh. Stanley Cup Company is 111 years old. Wow. Burn, burn everything but the cup. But the cup still remains. Arson from the marketing department. I believe there was yep. still. Was there still <laughs> ice in the cup? If Probably. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was. I think that was the rumor. Dude. The, and and the Stanley Company bought her a new car. <laughs> wow. They went. They went and bought her a new car. Well, why not? How they could they afford this one down? Just kidding. Just a joke. It must be TikTok, right? Yeah, I guess so. Some cool influencer had it. Now Somebody wrote, uh, pulling up Target to wait in line since 10 p.m. the night before for the new Stanley. Who knew that was the store? opens at 8. It's now 145. Wish us luck. I can't. I made, Damn. I made a post one year ago. I didn't know I was going <laughs> to do this. <laughs> huh. Yeah, we'll see if this is still a thing a year from now. Okay. Well. Right, another, another uh, so that was the, the one video I saw this morning, the chaos at the Target. Uh, another video I saw, and Moon saw this this morning, too. Uh, there's a TikToker known as Tunnel Girl. Oh. T- I don't really know much about this woman. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I don't really know much about tunneling. I don't know much about tunneling, either. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. 
Scary. But I have been watching her videos, and I do find them, especially her voice. There's there's, something about the. There's something hypnotizing about the voice. So this woman has been building a huge tunnel under her house near D.C. that's at least 22 feet deep. (laughs) And it seems like she's doing most of the work herself. That's what the video. That's the video wants you to make it. This is all parents' fault. You tell your kids, go out in the backyard. You can dig a hole to China. To get through the, I tried. Remember? Yeah, we I all tried. tried. I think we all tried that. This woman's taking it too far. I saw Sesame Street. They actually made it. See, I tried. I remember that Big Bird. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember. I, I forget what what grade it was. You learn about the layers of the Earth, mm-hmm. and they said uh, the next layer down is a mile. Mm-hmm. Go, That's not that far. I'll start digging now. <laughs> start digging now. <laughs> Easy. So in the backyard, I started digging. Yeah. So, I didn't make it. I didn't. I didn't get the mile down. But so tunnel. So she's just these tunnel dirt girl. tunnels. Okay. Oh no, it's not just. She's not just digging. I mean, she is. She, she's got concrete and and rebar, and she's got you know oh. pumps and and all she, this stuff. She it's goes pretty- down. She hits water, then she pumps it out. She's okay. got a well where she uh, you know like has the water collected and then pumps it out from there, and then she builds a the, the corrugated steel or whatever the thing is that they she makes like a. Almost like a like a like a bomb shelter kind of yeah. roofing, puts in the entire bracing and then concretes it, and that breaks. By the way, that mm. breaks the whole thing. I mean, it's somewhat of a mess. Yeah, it looks, it looks like, like she pro- knows what she's doing, though. I, I don't it know. looks like she read a lot and retained a lot and is an engineer student. Either well, listen here, here she is, and and I've been watching her videos again. Her voice is somewhat hypnotizing, to me at least. So this is, uh, this is Tunnel Girl. And I'll give you an update on Tunnel Girl. Okay. It's just been over a year since I started building my underground tunnel system. <laughs> In August of 22, I cut an opening off the side of the sub-basement and started to carve into the solid rock. Fabricated an elevator to lift material. Yeah, I mean, and she it's the voiceover and, her, and you see her. She's welding an elevator together. Welding yes. the elevator together. Uh, you really know, cool. buying like a cart and making like a mine cart to get all the debris out of the tunnel, right? Isn't the voice somewhat? Yeah, she has an yeah. interesting take. Interesting. Isn't voice. it somewhat? Can you picture me just on the couch, like ASMR? Yeah. yeah. Tunnel girl version. Tunnel girl. Solid rock, fabricated an elevator to lift material, one thousand pounds at a time. As the entrance tunnel stretched longer and deeper, I bought an electric yard cart and converted it into a mine cart. I used hundreds of concrete blocks and yards of hand-mixed concrete for the 30-foot entrance tunnel. Set up a blower and air duct for ventilation. (laughs) There is still a lot of work left to do, but I am having a blast and enjoying sharing this project with you. Yeah. This is what she's, happens when we ask introverts to be more extroverted. She's yeah. like, oh, like she's probably in therapy, and she's pro- and I love it. And she's probably like, you know, you need to get out of your comfort zone and, and do something. And so now she's like, I'm going to take my monotone, and I'm going to do something I enjoy. I like digging, and I'm going to, that's going to be my social It just media makes project. me feel so lazy, by the way. I don't want to do anything when I get home. Yeah. Too much yeah. Minecraft. And, yeah, this is real Minecraft, but this is the lady from Baskets. <laughs> you know that, the... Oh, the show on FX? Yeah, remember that lady's voice, the... One of the co-stars of that? 
That was, I uh, never watched. All I know is, is that really? I see this and I think of the neighbors. He's got the video up on the on the big screen. Uh, I mean, she's yeah, mix, she's doing the work. I mean, she's mixing concrete. Mixing she's got, she, I'm such a lazy sob, honestly. Mm-hmm. I, yesterday, I was like, I should probably go take the dogs for a walk. Listen, you didn't. I, I don't know. And I'm why. like, ah, too cold. <laughs> yeah. Ah, this woman's digging a tunnel. Yeah, but, but but even the way she speaks makes me just uncomfortable enough where I wouldn't go there. I wouldn't go in there. I don't know. The tunnel looks yeah. pretty sound to me. It does. I mean, it lo- it look at this work she's doing. I'm looking at the look, and it looks good enough to dead. It looks great enough to look good. There's gonna be a nuclear. Look at the rebar she got set up. I like it looks legit. I Listen, there's gonna be a nuclear winter, and the only one who survives is Tunnel Girl. That's right. I'm just saying every. Every every corner of this video frightens me. Update on Tunnel Girl. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, here's the update. Oh, oh, no. no. I did not get the uh, update. Tunnel Girl update, guys. Please tell me she's all no. right. No. No, she's okay. okay. But the, uh, oh, okay. So she's been doing this and putting these videos out, and it's viral, and you know, she's been getting millions of views on the Tunnel Girl videos, and the town where she lives is like, hey- you can't just do this. You got to call before you dig. <laughs> you can't just dig a giant tunnel. Right. <laughs> Look at one of the comments. Are we dot, 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 Are we allowed to build tunnels? <laughs> well, well, that's what the, she's done. So she's done all this work. She's letting the world know about it. And and the town where she lives, they're like, you can't. You need permits and stuff. By the way, that took a year. That was the one year recap video. So she spent she's a year been doing this it. thing. This is just like anything else, okay? This one just happens to be interested in going underground. Like, people build things, you know, out of their heart and souls, and they got, they can't sleep unless they build stuff. The project just got shut down. Uh, uh. <laughs> this is not just like anything else. She needs to be There's- a coal miner or, like, a, somebody who does That's this. Wild. The project has been shut down. So she owns the property, but at, I wonder what level you own you your just, property. Listen, you can't just do anything on your property. Somebody, somebody The it's next, the next comment build. was, yeah, quarantine was weird for me, too. <laughs> for real. <laughs> I like it. I, I mean, I'm, and I'm also happy this thing I'm a fan down. of Tunnel Girl. Say, say, yeah. Listen, get the permits. I'm just bummed you have to, well, I guess you can get the permits, but if they'll even let you get that. Get the permits and, and have some sort of qualifications where, like, they're not digging your body out. In, yeah, in, in, on the second year. Yeah. Oh, it's you on you. You got to sign it. Yeah, it is. You got to sign it. It's on. You got buried. You got to sign a, Hey, if something happens, this is on you. Yeah, but but you know what I'm saying. Like, I just don't want somebody putting themselves in danger because yeah. they have an interest in digging a tunnel. Listen, man, I'm already somebody, as we know, I'm a nervous person. I'm afraid of the uh, what are they called? The big old holes that happen when you got uh, caves Sink under hole? your house, sinkholes. I'm already like freaked out enough. That there's, you know, if you go online and look at, like, the sinkholes of America, like, where the cave systems are underneath us here in the Midwest, I mean, we are all living above caves that had never been opened yeah. in our lifetime. And so I wouldn't want to start digging and then find some sort of crazy cave with, like, you know, remains or... Remains. God, 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 God. Gold. Well. Yeah. Or gold. Okay. You're an optimist. <laughs> See, that's a good... Yeah. When I was a kid... I freaked my- out. My buddy Michael and his family moved to this really, really nice new area in Springfield. Oh. The homes were very expensive. And then within maybe two years or something, this huge sinkhole happened in that neighborhood, and all the home values just went whew, yep. way down. Listen, this t- tunnel girl is digging. I don't even want to walk the dogs. That that was my kind of... Maybe that's why I enjoyed watching her. Here's the flashing. Motivation. Here's the flashing red light to me. This is a three-minute video or whatever, you know, extensive video, and, and recapping a year's worth of work. And not once 
did we hear or even get the glimmer of the end game here? What are we doing? Are we building it's a shelter? Are we building not a tunnel? Just one video. To the... She's got like a series of videos, like so it's like more than uh, one video. I understand, but but I mean, if you're doing a one year recap, and you probably know this is going to be the viral one or whatever, I mean, you know, there's there's some structure to the video clearly, but not a mention of the end game. Are mm -hmm. we playing Minecraft for real? Are we doing a bomb shelter? Are we trying to get to the neighbor's house? Are we breaking a brother out of jail? What a are quicker we, like, access to the subway? Just tell us why. There's no why. Has anybody asked her? Nobody's asked her. Nobody said like, "Hey, honey, what hey, you, why, tunnel girl? Why, why? tunnel girl? Why? Get, we need to get her on the show. Why, ask, tunnel but, girl? Like, doesn't, why? Doesn't that raise the flag for you guys here? Listen, she yeah. just wanted to dig. Maybe she's a mole person. Okay. Maybe she had a new shovel. I love that you say mole person because back in Colombia when I lived there, um, not the country, the oh, town. Oh, it's a good country. Uh, we on the back roads. I can't remember which back road it was. There was a person who we called, we dubbed the mole man, and this dude. <laughs> had, I, I don't know if it was his train cart or what it was, but this man had made his home into the side of, like, a cliff. Wow. And he lived underground. He had a really cool, like, bright yellow Hummer. And nobody knew anything about this guy, but we called him the Mole Man. And he mm. was just living underground. I had a buddy that uh, bought a bought a house in uh, North County, not too far from, um, what's that big graveyard up there? It's like a big old, uh, like, classic uh, graveyard Before... Thing. Two seven. I mean, before seventy. Mm, yeah, it's over by one seventy. Is that uh, Bell Fountain neighbors? Bell Fountain. Yeah, yeah. yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe that's I think it. That's where Rush Limbaugh's buried. Be uh, oh, uh, there's a lot of oh. really famous people in that. Yeah, yeah like I big, beautiful really? cemetery, right? Yeah. And the houses are kind of old school brick, like beautiful houses, not huge. And this dude bought a house, and uh, in his basement there was this door, a big steel door, and he finally got the thing open, and it had a stairwell that went further down, not too deep, but then it went to. Uh, like a nut, like a concrete, like bunker thing, and in the bunker there was a steel door, like a sub, not even, not. Um, it was like circular, like like this big, where you could crawl in it, but you couldn't stand in it. And he finally got that thing open, and that had a tunnel that went, um, I don't know, maybe twenty yards, twenty five yards, and then had a tiny little ladder. And what do you know? He went to his backyard, dug a little thing, found like this kind of thing, and there was an, an escape hatch there. So clearly, somebody. Oh. When they built this thing, they built right. a an extra cellar below the cellar and over to the side with an escape tunnel. But that's it, cool as hell. Well, but clearly, cool it's like hell. a it's like a nuclear fallout. Well, yeah, Let's well, get out remember, through the backyard. The house when was they... probably built in the '60s, when that was a thing. Yes, they, yeah. but, but clearly, like, oh, here's a point. Here's where we can keep our also, wine and our bunker stuff. And uh, <laughs> also, like the Underground Railroad. Like, have you ever seen homes? Yeah. That have like, I, I, this was down in like oh, Pickneyville. For, for slaves escaping. Yeah, for, so like I went to a house one time it, near Pickneyville, old you know estate, and there is literally like a massive underground tunnel, where enslaved people could like obviously get free, like go away from wherever they were being trapped. So I don't know. I find that totally fascinating. I know. Jared yeah. says, some people are just wired different, Moon. Uh, you know, you give me a shovel, and I'm bored. I'm going to dig. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope I hope Tunnel Girl gets the permits, uh, required permits, and keeps on digging, because yeah. I love your videos. Hey, keep on digging. Keep Spy on digging. Spire is like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, people are going to start yeah, digging right, in their right. yards this weekend. No. The, the video is phenomenal. Ch check it out. I mean, she deserves the views. Whatever happens. Give her the views for sure. Yeah, I'm whatever she's doing, I love I love the voiceovers. Yeah. Yeah, if you live as I, I bet you, you know, in my subdivision in Wildwood, I cannot do this. 
She can't either, yeah. man. I know for sure. <laughs> now, maybe at the farm property out in Franklin County. Yeah, there's not regulation there. Maybe uh, can I do it out there? I don't know. What I, I mean, but, it's the United States. I, think, I still think you need permits. I don't because it depends on the municipality. Yeah, right? it depends on the municipality. Yeah, are you telling so me like municipalities zero permits? You can just do, do whatever you want, under. build whatever uh, you want. Yeah, there's some areas. I don't know. Idaho. <laughs> I'm sure build a lot what, of air- build whatever you want. Yeah. Once with, you're with, in with an un- no unincorporated area, I mean, you're kind of in your own yeah, you're on your own thing out there. Y- are you sure there's no like state codes? I can just start putting electricity. Who's I gonna just come- do it. Oh, I mean, oh, that's electricity and stuff like that. I don't know I, about. Th- I mean, yeah, because you can still do your own solar power and all that. You don't need to hook up to anything. You I'm off the grid, baby. Yeah, I'm but, digging. But, but you're not. I don't know. You're in Dig the it. United States. You're that's not it. off the grid. You're on the grid if you want electricity. Yeah, but the municipal I think it's a municipality, you know, state thing. Uh, I, I, I wonder. I'm not digging. Yeah, I don't Either know. Either way, I'm not I, digging. I'm I, again, I'm not getting off the couch to even walk the dogs. Um, <laughs> I guess uh, everything's all hunky-dory in Jefferson City. Oh, good. Uh, there's That's nothing nice. really left uh, as far as legislators go to legislate. Oh, they shut it down finally? No, well... <laughs> This is what they're debating now. Uh, a bill filed on Wednesday by a uh, rep in St. Charles called on his colleagues to adopt Provel as the state cheese of Missouri. This is what we're dealing with. <laughs> These are the big issues, guys. <laughs> the big issue. So should Provel be the official state cheese? <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> this is... Because <laughs> currently, wow. listen, currently this state is without a state cheese. And this cannot stand. No. And... This aggression cannot stand. It, for it, we've what? gone too long without a state cheese. I think if so, there, we need to figure if there is it's to Provel. be a state cheese. Yeah, but do people in Kansas City? And this is my question to you guys, <laughs> who have lived here your whole lives. Listen, I get Proval, Emos. It's a big thing at St. Louis. Uh huh. But the state is just not St. Louis. What? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> No, they don't get it. Would the it people of Can- would the people of Kansas City accept Provel as our state cheese? I don't know. I think they would because they're just so excited to be in the same state with St. Louis. I agree, Scott. Yeah. So, do states have state cheeses? I mean, this, uh, Wisconsin. What is cheddar? I mean, that's like the. Dairy oh, I land, would right? imagine that's the Dairyland. Let's see, what is the state cheese of Wisconsin? That's Fumunder. Stop it. That's, That's a, weird. That would be Arkansas. Oh, okay. Uh, Colby. What Colby. is Colby? Colby is cheese. The, is the state cheese of Wisconsin? Uh, Wisconsin, it is. Beyond cheddar? What if this was the only issue? Colby holds a special place in the state's cheese heritage. Colby is very cheddar-like. Kind of. Colby Jack. It's a cousin of cheddar. Except for it's just it's the cousin that like just sits on the couch. I is, mean, I love Colby Colby's cheese. Colby's great. But, but it's like it's not talking. Mm-mm. What it's, is the state? Well, it hasn't had its, it had its years, and it just hasn't Waxed been a Stanley cheese. in a while. But it'll, it might be a Stanley again soon. <laughs> like what is Florida doesn't have a state cheese, by the way. <gasps> oh, we can't be in the state likes of Florida. Cheese. Man, I figured it'd be Pimento down there. Mm. State cheese of New York. I wonder who's got beer cheese as their state cheese, man. That's that could so be good. ours. Beer yeah, cheese. Let's do that. Yeah, that's a yummy treat. State cheese. Of <laughs> Ours is Velveeta. Illinois. Oh man, I I don't know. I, I'm fine Illinois with Illinois. Doesn't have a state cheese either. Who's got sharp cheddar as their state cheese? Because I want to move there. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be that sounds like a Dakota 
One of them Dakotas. I guess not every state has a state cheese. Wow. That is a bummer. Which is a travesty. Every state should have a state cheese. Oh, dude. The United States of Cheese uh, website. Each state's favorite cheese. Oh, do you know what it says the Missouri favorite cheese is? What? Guys, it's not Provel. Wait, wait, what is it? Uh, it's uh, Pepper Jack. American Single. It is Monterey Jack. Okay. Oh. I'm down. Oh, my gosh. Like and guess what Kansas is? What? Velveeta. Kansas, Kansas is Elvita. I love it, dude. Dude, Monterey Jack uh, is the jam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm not arguing with that. Pennsylvania's Parmesan. Uh, New York's mozzarella. What do you know? Pennsylvania's Parmesan. Is huh? Arizona Pepper Jack or something? Uh, Jersey is. Uh, oh, sorry. Jersey is mozzarella as well. Uh, New New Jersey is mozzarella. New York is is mozzarella. Yeah, it's a lot of Italians. Delaware is cheese whiz. Cute. Uh, Maryland, Arkansas. Oklahoma and a few others are queso blanco. Uh-huh. Ooh. Um, and it even breaks down to hard, semi-hard, semi-soft, and soft what cheese. What is the hard, the hard cheese of Missouri is a... Uh... Uh, no, I, I mean, I'm, I'm saying like certain states are hard cheese. Like Swiss has uh, Wisconsin and um, what, what, what's next? Wisconsin, that's uh, Michigan. Hmm. What is Cotia? Cotia? Cochia. Oh, cotilla. That is uh, like Mexican yeah, cheese. Yeah, it's Mexican crumble. It's almost like a feta. Okay. It's, it's a crumble. Mm-hmm. Arizona, Arizona and Colorado like that. Nevada Delicious. likes that one's yummy. Nevada and, uh, and Missouri are the only Monterey Jack ones. Um, it looks like a Utah is string cheese. Texas is Parmesan. I don't know about that. That makes, that that makes, makes no, no sense. sense. Pepper Jack, Louisiana. Cream cheese, Mississippi and Alabama. How is that not Pennsylvania? It's versatile. Cream cheese, you know, the Philadelphia yeah, company. Philadelphia. That's true, yeah. But I figured they'd be cheddar or something. Yeah. Hey, is something up with this younger Jen? Because my sister told me over the break, she doesn't like queso. She's not into it. I'm like, how How does one she doesn't not like love cheese? queso? That's one of those, like, give it time. I know, I'm like... <laughs> Who are you? Yeah, your 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 taste buds yeah. and your palates <laughs> get a little time. more. Yeah, get develop a little more. You'll have some but, Super Bowl party in the, in the near future that will change your life. This dude is making this this rep from St. Charles is making the push for Provel to be the official uh, cheese of of uh, of Missouri. I wish we lived in a world where this was our biggest problem. Like, do you actually know yeah. the the history the history of Provel? No. I really don't. Some okay. guy was building a tunnel under his house and he yeah. needed mortar. Fountain of <laughs> he, needed mor- out. he needed mortar. <laughs> yeah. So he. Uh, so according to a 2012 Post Dispatch report, uh, the cheese dates back to 1947, when a trademark application was applied for by J.S. Hoffman Co. of Wisconsin. Mm. The Hoffman Company, according to this report, was working with either Tony Costa. Or a guy named uh, Jim Sigalito, both downtown St. Louis grocers, to develop the cheese, which officially secured its trademark in 1950. So a couple dudes from St. Louis commissioned the cheese company out of Wisconsin. Hey, we need to, we're trying to develop this whatever. The cheese jumped in popularity with the advent of Emos in 1964. So really, Emos got it. Uh, put it on the map. Put it on the map. Good for them. Very cool. Uh, and and of course, it's you know it's I very it. polarizing. It's a polarizing cheese. I love it. Again, I've never talked to anybody at Emos. Uh, no, no sponsor or nothing. But had that cauliflower crust. I know people are uh, you know averse to to trying new things, but uh, on its own, on its own, that is the best cauliflower crust I've ever had. 
I'm in. And the Provel and cauliflower mix is Well, maybe the state cheese will wind up being Provel this year officially. Uh, It is going up against another proposal for the official state dish. The official Missouri state dish. Uh, Somebody has uh, gone to the House floor in Jefferson City Mm -hmm. to uh, vote for Springfield-style cashew chicken. Ooh, I like that. (laughs) What is Springfield-style? It's what's the the cashew chicken. It's got that cashew gravy or whatever on it and little chunks of cashew. And it's just on fried chicken, kind of like you would with your orange. Yeah, or or like uh, your sweet and sour chicken. Yeah. Oh, it's on a fried chicken. Yeah. No, no, it's like the Chinese fried chicken, like little cubes or. And it came, I believe it's from Leon's Tea House. It's an Asian dish. Where you go across the country and you'll see it Springfield style chicken. And that's. So that's what. What yeah, this t- one lawmaker wants to have? Yeah, right. I t- agree with that. Typically, one. cashew chicken is not fried, right? It's it's yeah, like it's a, a fried little. I mean, this that's not fried though, dude. Right? But Springfield uh, maybe, style. Yeah, I think this. Right, that's what I'm was, saying. This maybe. that's the that's Springfield what I'm saying. style. That's what makes Springfield style different. Is it's fried chicken? It's like that one on the right. Maybe so it's, it's, not a, it's lightly battered and fried. I listen. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. What's it's good. Happen, I, I know that. It's really yummy. Like a, like a stir fry thing or like a full on like Missouri fried chicken? Yeah. Ty, um, hmm. See if you can do Leon's Tea House cashew chicken. Like, so we do have, you know, Missouri does have state symbols. So, what is the official state exercise of Missouri? Uh, couch. What What is this move? Oh, yeah. Drinking a beer? <laughs> yeah. It's That's- the jumping jack. Guys. Everybody knows that. Old that school. is true. Really? Jumping I jacks. Yesterday. I saw a lot of people. I was driving around yesterday just watching people do Jumping everywhere. jacks are the official state exercise. Uh, what about, uh, what's the state musical instrument, and it became the state musical instrument officially in 1987. Skin flute. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that. Oh, sorry. Wrong guess. Uh, skin flute. <laughs> Uh, no. Nope. What happened again? I that derailed me. What, what was the, the year? official state musical instrument? Well, yeah. What year did this happen? 1987, and it's not the skin flute. Uh, I'm gonna say banjo. Good guess though. G- so guitar. Banjo, no. Uh, Mandolin. The fiddle. Fiddle. Oh. The fiddle. Okay. <laughs> Which is what you do with a violin. With, with your skin, skin flute. flute. With your skin flute. <laughs> uh, what is the official state animal? Uh, it's a, oh. it's a, uh, not, the Missouri, it's a bluebird or brown bird? A, a jackass, right? It's the, um, Missouri, what is it? The fox trotter? Chipmunk. The official state animal is the Missouri mule. 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 There we go. Thank you. You were close. Yeah. What about the state bird? That's a brown bird. Robin. Bluebird. No. Blue it Jay? is the eastern bluebird. Bluebird. Dang. It was a killer. Yeah. What about the state flower? Ooh. Honeysuckle. Dandelion. <laughs> Black-eyed Susan. I don't know about this one. The, yeah. Uh, Hydrangea. The Hawthorn. Oh, yeah, Hawthorn. duh. What is that? I don't know, man. It's one that has, like, these, uh, the green stalk, and then it has a colorful... What? It's white. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's a cute I'm just guessing. Flower. I don't know. Oh, it's this thing that looks like, um, you know, something that if your dog eats it, it's going to die. Oh, it's going to die? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that's, the, that's the state flower. The state tree is the... Cottonwood. Elf. Flowering dogwood. Oh. Dogwood, right. I meant. Oh, I did know that one. Doggone it. I knew that one. Uh, the state insect is the grasshopper, honeybee, <laughs> honey <The> mosquito. <laughs> <laughs> the state dessert is the ooh gooey butter cake. No, ice the cream. ice cream cone. Yeah, I knew that. That was from World's Fair stuff. What is the state dance? 
The cha-cha. Square. Yes, the square dance. Yeah. The official Missouri dance. We still got it, man. Still do they hit. still do square dancing and line yeah. dancing in schools around here? Oh, schools. in schools? I don't know. You guys, yeah. I in, think we did that, yeah, in gym class. Yeah, we like did in that. gym class, there was like a dance week where we all learned to like dance. You did the cha-cha slide and then line dancing. You did dancing. the grind. You did the square dance. The grind. Dance. Yeah. The lambada. Yeah. You guys yeah. on the lambada? Mm. The forbidden dance? <laughs> what is the state beverage? Beer. Beer. Uh, tea. No. Coffee. Milk. Milk. What? Yeah. We got great milk here in Missouri. What is the state nut? Almond. No. That's Buckeye. Right. Walnut. It's got to be yeah, pecan. the uh, eastern walnut. black walnut. That's wow. right. That's what grows. Yeah, my grandma had a whole bunch of those in her yard. What is the state rock? Uh, uh, granite. Moserkite. Dwayne. Moserkite. Oh, man, it should be red granite. Is, is that how you say it? M-O-Z-A-R-K-I-T-E? That sounds about sounds right. Sounds good. Sure. What is the state amphibian? Everybody should know this. Snake. Uh, the salamander. The eastern the hellbender. hellbender. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I think the science center has <laughs> one of them things. What about the state mineral? Again, everybody should know this. Oh, heck yeah. This one's uh, easy. Iron pyrite. Calcium. The galena. 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 <laughs> I got some of that in my collection. <laughs> I'm glad that was brought up at... <laughs> What about the official state aquatic animal? Ooh, uh, the bluegill. That would be the, yeah, it's got to be the smallmouth. Right, the paddlefish. paddlefish. Oh, very good. <laughs> <laughs> the carp. Uh, come on, Bass Pro didn't put it on the... What is the state aquatic reptile? Um, Not just reptile, aquatic reptile. A uh, uh, skink. Be the who? A skink. You know what a skink is? No. It's a little lizard. They come out in the summertime. Uh, they come into your house. This your is a aqua- aquatic, aquatic reptile. Oh. Specifically, aqua- not reptile, but aquatic reptile. Uh, That's right. The, com- the common snapping turtle. Oh. oh okay. Um, wow. Yeah. I was on the right track. You guys should know this. The con- uh, the state horse. Stallion. The state horse. Mm, let's see. That's got to be Clydesdale. So uh, it's uh, not because of in the fox trotter. Palomino. Um... So quarter horse Arabian. is what I'm going to say. Uh, it is the Missouri fox trotting horse. Oh, I was right. You were right. Dadgummit. But you changed your answer, you big dope. <laughs> true, true Missourian. Golly. King Scott. I want one of those too, by the way. And those are super popular right now across the, the oh, world. You should they totally sell for like 30, 40 grand and each. And the state song. Um, uh, Yankee Doodle. Happy birthday. Wipeout. Wipeout, yes. That surf song. Johnny Be Good. Oh, oh no! It's got to be Scott Joplin's um, the oh the ragtime ragtime. Um, What's that one? His big. Uh, it's. Uh, Are you from some the other time? I feel like <laughs> the I entertainer. Feel like you have t- you're from the past, and you have like time traveled. To I the just future. love studying Scots. That's true. Yeah. There we go. Let's see if I get a little. I've really researched the Scott history. Here. Here's the state song of Missouri. It's the Missouri Waltz. This is the official Missouri State song. I love it. And the soft breezes sigh as in days long gone by. Oh, man. 
They say the N-word in this, so be careful. Oh, God. <laughs> you're, you're not wrong, probably. I like the island feel. It's a pretty song. I feel like there's a cartoon of a wagon going slow motion up and down, you know? Humming. Humming. Joe's were strumming. Okay, that one's good. That one rocks. That holds up. Who did? Who wrote that? Uh, I don't know, but apparently this Johnny Ca- Johnny Cash covers this. Leonard Cohen. Like this is a Johnny Cash cover of this song. He loved Missouri, man. Remember all those songs about Missouri? Ooh, Eddie Arnold did one. I'm a baby. Slumber time is coming soon. Rest your head on mammy's breast while daddy hums the tune. Huh? All the old folks this were humming. Zip. Banjos were strumming. And the soft breezes sigh as in days long gone by. Oh, that's pretty good, huh? Yeah, I like it. I love this. Yeah, what a said, hmm. What a voice. It, it was originally... A minstrel, then ragtime. Minstrel. And then became a country song. There we go. And now it's going to be Shake Your Tail Feather. And now you all know. Mm-hmm. From Nelly. Yeah, it should be country grammar. Yeah, you um, right. One more thing before we before we get the break. Um, and speaking of Missouri, so United Van Lines, they are a St. Louis company. Yep. So every year they put out their national mover study to... Figure out uh, where people are moving to and moving out of. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So where are people moving to and where are people moving out of and the reasons why? Oregon. So as far as, and this is for the sixth consecutive year, the study found more residents moved out of California. New Jersey. Oh, Jersey. Than any other state. So of everybody that moved in New Jersey, 65% of people left. Dang. Like left the state. So they lost 15% of the population is what you're saying. 65% of the moves were outbound as far as Jersey goes. I can guess where they went. Um, Elsewhere. Florida. Oh, yeah. that's a good well, yeah, There's a lot of retirees, yeah. a lot of boom. Yep. This year, more, more people moved to Vermont. It's growing. Vermont. With the state size? According to the results of the study, which tracks customers' state-to-state migration patterns, for the third consecutive year, more residents moved to Vermont than any other state. Texas and Florida right behind? 65% of the moves were inbound. And you know who hates that? Probably people from Vermont. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's so small. People from Vermont are like, leave us alone. Like, we're just here. Don't don't make us popular, please. Like, hey, you could come here. You could ski. Right. But you got to get out. You have to get out. You got to (laughs) leave. Like, you could stay here, maybe, like, we'll give you, like, a two- or three-day pass, but then you got to get the hell out. Hey, if you make it nice and easy, that's what's going to happen. I remember uh, when the first time I was in Salzburg in Austria, dude, I just fell in love with the town. You're walking around just going, this is the greatest place. Steaks everywhere. Ever. And then you start talking to a couple locals, and they're like, oh, yeah, they make it really, really hard to move here. I was like, why? It's so beautiful. And they go, yeah, because we don't want you here. Yeah. <laughs> we want you to That's visit think, and have a good time and get out. I feel like Missouri should do the same. As much as I 
when I was younger, I wanted to grow so much, but now I realize the value of having this much land here. And we need to make it impossible to get in here. <laughs> yeah. Like Scott no wants international to close the fence. If you're from, <laughs> yeah, if you're from out of state, you have to live here for like five years before you can buy land. Like just oh make my. it really tough. Well, so so Vermont, uh, South Carolina, North Carolina, Alabama. Those were the top states for inbound. Wow. Wow, Alabama. I did not Way know to go. that. It's funny it's taken us this long to really start appreciating the southern states, the beachfronts and all that. Alabama's, I think those are going to be Alabama's packed, cool, man. Also, awesome. like Arkansas and West Virginia, you know, people were moving there. Hmm. No, now, Arkansas is lame. Don't go. As far <laughs> as the outbound. So we said New, New Jersey, Illinois was second. Like People getting getting the hells out of Illinois. Mm-hmm. What a- Michigan and California. Do you think there's certain areas of Illinois where they're moving or they're getting out of more? Because like, I bet Southern Illinois... Has not had a decrease. Uh, they said mostly up north, yeah. near Chicago. People get Southern Illinois is so beautiful. I don't think people are leaving that. So Illinois, Michigan, California, people are leaving. North Dakota, people are leaving. Hmm. Kansas, people are leaving. Hmm. I think North Dakota, and I was trying to figure out, like, North Dakota, why? Because they had that big oil boom back a couple of years ago. Yes. Remember everybody was moving to, to North Dakota? You can go make six figures very quickly in a few months. Working, you know, working on the oil rigs. Um, and the infrastructure structure uh, oh, surrounding the oil yeah. rigs. There was a town there that exploded where people, it would be 30 people living in one home. I knew a dude that went up there to go sell mattresses. How'd that go? He made a killing. Really? Because all those dudes were moving up there to jo- to work on the oil rigs. And they needed sleep. And they needed sleep. Hmm. He's like, there's an opening. There, there is a a market for mattresses. Yeah, bunk beds were hot in that town. So he went up there and sold a crap ton of mattresses. And now he's in Vermont. He's selling a crap ton of mattresses. <laughs> uh, now, as far as Missouri goes, we are completely balanced. We almost had exactly as many people move out and move in. I like it. Keep it. Like we were, we are <laughs> Missouri status quo. Scott's happy. Yeah. Don't grow. <laughs> we are almost, we're one in, one out. I mean, the more I walked around Salzburg, I really understood what they were talking about because they don't want it to uh, change um, the, uh, you know, the, just, just how the town runs. It's kind of an old school sort of feel. Um, I understand geographically, you know, it's like on this, like, a, there's like a river bend kind of thing, and they don't want it to kind of spill over that. You know what it is? But at the same time, it rules. We're cool here. <laughs> People are going to try to come here and change what we think is cool. Yes, and we don't like change. We don't like change. But I Heaven thought we needed change. But this is why I moved here. <laughs> I moved here for this. I want you to change, but nothing for me. Yeah, if you're moving here, this is why I moved here. For whatever. I want to do nothing. <laughs> 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 don't start building things. I don't know. But as far as Missouri goes, uh, yeah, we're completely uh, one in, one out. Hmm. All good. Keep right it. down the middle. Yep. Don't advertise it. This is good. Now, as far as the reasons why, why are people, and they, again, they came up with the reasons why people are moving in and out of places. What's the number one reason people are moving to Missouri? Mm. Cheap property, I'm sure. The chicks are great. Oh, yeah. We got babes, babes everywhere. Babes did not make the list. <laughs> That's well, our song also talks about breast. Maybe babes did not. Uh, yeah, cheaper living. I'm gonna say, actually, yeah, I'm gonna say, although it's harder now, hmm. for sure. Hmm. Uh, say having cost, two top golf. Cost in one was town. the fifth. Was the fifth reason? 
Number one was I got a job here. <laughs> that's, that's that's the number one. Hey, like, I got enough. a job here. I thought that was too obvious. Fair enough. No, sometimes the most obvious thing is the answer. Like, when somebody goes, why the hell are you moving to Missouri? If somebody said to me, why the hell did you move to Missouri? I go, I got a job there. Yep. Yeah, good point. Uh, number two was family. Uh, number three was, hey, I'm going to retire here. And then cost, and then health for health reasons. We got some good hospitals. Yeah, we got amazing I hospitals, guess so. and then also just the peacefulness in some of those areas of our state where you can just get outside every day and not smell craziness, and it's just beautiful and peaceful. Uh, did I mention family? Family was like, hey, I'm moving here because I got family. Hmm. Um, the the reasons why people are leaving Missouri. Family. Number one, jobs. Job. Family. Two, family. <laughs> now, I'm not sure if that's they're leaving here because they have family <laughs> yeah. or they're moving to someplace for family. Why are you moving out also, of Missouri? Maybe lack here. of babes. That did not make it. Okay. Uh, retirement. <laughs> so people retiring. That was the third biggest reason, like retiring and then. That's okay. your reason you're leaving Missouri. Do, do, you, out. do you have the Jersey reasons for people leaving Jersey? Because retirement has to be Too many one. Italians. Oh, what? Uh, <laughs> what would you, what did you huh. say? That's wrong. Uh... You know, I don't have the, uh, oh, yeah, Jersey, top motivation was uh, retiring. Yeah. yeah. That's what I figured. And that's, listen, I got a gazillion, you know, relatives and, and even friends are like in the tri-state New York area, New York, uh, New Jersey, Connecticut. Once they're of, like, retirement age, you get out. Florida or Carolina, right? Florida or North Carolina is the big place now. Not North Dakota. No, no, nor Vermont, because they don't like you. All right. Now you know everything. Well, Thank that's you. Now right, you man. know everything. I Just love the that. The takeaway is the Missouri Waltz is our, is our, is our state's arm. All right, we've got to take a break. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, we have to crown the official Craigslist Freak of the Week. Right. Because Lauren yesterday read us the three brand new ads. For the first time in 2024, you got to vote on the Craigslist Freak of the Week. We called it yesterday probably... The biggest vote you'll make of the year. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see anything bigger. I don't see up. anything bigger this year as far as voting goes. <laughs> no. This is it. Thank Nothing you else guys. Hey, thanks for rocking the vote. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> vote or die. I think Puffy said it. Uh, and then we'll do crap on celebrities. But first. All right. That's brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill. Proud sponsor, Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. From Farmington, Missouri, Jessica Firebaugh. Yeah, is Jessica. I love Firebaugh. That's the coolest name. Remember the dad. I knew you'd love that. She has the best name. Yeah, learn as a Firebaugh enthusiast. Yep. Loves it. Uh, Jessica has been a listener of the Riz Show since the very beginning. Wakes up early every morning, so she never misses the beginning of the show. Uh, she misses Jeff dearly, his presence on the show, and it makes her heart happy knowing that he will always be remembered. And, yep, Jeff is... That's right. I got the Jeff bobblehead right in front of me, and the cardboard cutout of Jeff is staring at Lauren every day. Yep. My backside every day. Every as day. As he would want it. Every day. Jeff. Uh, Jessica tries to make it out to as many racial events as she can and always preaches the Riz gospel to any and everyone. Thank you, Jessica. Jessica Fireball from Farmington is our Team Riz member of the day. Get super sweet Team Riz. Remember the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. And I got to stress that because if you signed up last year, you got to re-sign up for 2024. 
1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, Riz here for locally owned and family owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers in business since 1976 and their team of 600 plus expert tire and automotive service techs who live in the communities where they work. Now, the team at Dobbs stands ready to service whatever vehicle you drive, your car, your light truck, your van, your SUV, your hybrid and EV to help you choose the tires you want and need sold at the lowest price in town guaranteed. Make sure to check out Dobbs' money-saving New Year January deals on tires and service at go2dobbs.com. Then drive into any of Dobbs' 43 convenience store locations for service and savings today. Happy 2024 from your friends at Dobbs. The real deal for real deals since 1976. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. It's been uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay, out on the deck yesterday. Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy, or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there. Uh, you're gonna get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was it was in disrepair, and the Colchester Fence deck we did a, a complete teardown, and then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence Deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the Riz Show this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Ah, nice weather yesterday. Spending time out on the deck. My deck courtesy of Chesterfield Fence Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, yeah, I think 2018, the, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. And we're trying to put Band-Aids on it. Like, the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your, for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to, we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets deck, and they did a teardown of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um, we did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence Deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated. All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention the Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at ChesterfieldFence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Uh St. Louis, this is Tom Cruise. Thanks for listening. 
All right, welcome back to the radio show. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Cams. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The socials at R-I-Z-Z. Show your emails. Radio show 1057thepoint.com. Also send us your instant feedback. You can do that through the 1057 The Point mobile app. Friday Fail Stories coming up. Uh, we'll crown the official Craigslist Freak of the Week in just a second here. People are very disappointed when I asked what the Missouri State nut was, and King Scott didn't say these nuts. Well, we are sorry about not, that. Hey, I thought... That's uh, not a King Scott joke, is it? You're not a D's nuts guy. <laughs> I, I no, love a D's you know, I, I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I, my jokes are very highbrow. <laughs> that one's too low. <laughs> I love it when people bring up D's nuts, like voting for D's nuts on a ballot or. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just don't, you know. I You're don't not that it. guy, pal. You're no, not that guy. No. You're not a D's nuts no, no. guy. I like sophistication. <laughs> I hate sophomoric humor. And, uh, oh, of course. So, You're very there were more than one person was like, how could King Scott not say with all his stupid jokes? That's their words, not mine, Scott. Right. Hey. hey their words, rules. not mine. He's got limits. <laughs> his words, not mine. How could he not say these nuts? <laughs> I have standards to keep, and my fans, they would not appreciate that, you know? Right. They want something solid. And All also, moms. <laughs> how could the Missouri State song not be? Missouri waltz my ass. <laughs> that's that's, that's a that cash. That version. <laughs> you suck on that cash. Thank you for the podcast title, by the way. You're welcome. Oh, no, it's not that one. It's oh. uh, you're not a D's nuts guy. Yeah. So, yeah, I saw you furiously writing writing things down I when, I, when I said that. All right, before we get to crap on celebrities, uh, let's crown the official Craigslist Freak of the Week. And uh, read the three ads for us yesterday, three brand new ads. Uh, a lot of votes yesterday. Thank you all for participating. So I'll, I'll give you the uh, three, two, and then Learn will read us the winner who is moving on to the Freak of the Year playoffs. Okay. So I like the way we did it last year, where we just had everything at the end. Playoff December. Yeah, like, well, we actually started, like, we started in yeah, September. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, we actually started in late August. It was a 32 freak tournament where just everybody was in. Everybody it's a regular who won. season and then a playoff. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, this is the regular season and then just right to the playoffs in yeah. August. Yeah, I do like that. Rather than the brackets. Well, rather than the, all right, we'll get four or five winners and we'll do like a quarterly. Yeah. Too let's just get into it. Yeah. Let's, get, let's, get, let's get at it. All right, so here's how it all shook out in third place. With 20.2% of your vote, I hate to say it, nominee number one, Toe J. Simpson. Out. Goodbye. Melvin. Remember this guy, Melvin. Oh, yeah, Toe J. Simpson, uh, he wanted to <laughs> lick your toe slits. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, he was uh, he was all about the feet. He, he was, was all about the feet. He, he more than an enthusiast, he is a foot fanatic. Yes. And the fact that he wants to... Feel your toes wrinkle and get all sogged up right. in his mouth. He's going to be there for a while, he said. He's going to be there for a while. Please don't shave your toes either. Uh, your nails must be painted pink. Uh, and please no pedicures within five days of the suck fest. <laughs> no shaving your toes either. Yes. His tongue is super long, so he says. Was that him? 
yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We had two long tongues. We had two long tongues. Oh, really? Oh, which yeah. that will be our runner-up. A runner-up with 35.5% of your vote. We say goodbye to Fleetwood Crack. Fleetwood Crack. <laughs> Fleetwood really Crack name, makes but... zero apologies for the way that uh, he is. Loves crack cocaine. And, <laughs> and I love ass. that ass. Yep. <laughs> if you're a friend or a family member seeking this, don't be trying to trick me like the last time on Could be a crackhead. <laughs> Something about a booty party and an intervention. Crack is whack. Yeah, this is a... Uh, yeah, this is a crackhead looking for a crack queen. This person's tongue is also, P.S., my tongue is almost six inches long and thick as a brick. Yep. My goodness. All right, well, Fleetwood Crack, we say goodbye. And uh, here we go, the winner. The first Craigslist Freak of the Week for 2024. Congratulations with 44.2% of your vote, Ruff Williams. Person for puppy, 47 years old, Toronto. Hey, everybody. I'm new to asking for things, so hang with me. I'm looking for a new pet. He needs to be a boy, and he needs to be leash-trained. You can't just bark to be let outside all day like my last pup did. Yes, I will feed you. My last pet was my first pet and was my boyfriend before that. He bit me and made a big mess on the carpet. I had to put him down. <laughs> this was last month, and I'm finally ready to move on. I, have now, I now have hardwood floors. A little piddle is okay. Perks? You won't get that nasty dry bag food. You're going to get that nice, cold, sloppy canned goodness. It's Rachel Ray Wet Nutrish brand. Only the best for my little wub wub pup pup. You must be over five foot and prefer an owner that doesn't shower very much. Snuggles and kisses. You'll be the most pampered pup in Toronto. Can't wait to adopt you. There you go. <laughs> Ruff Williams. Ruff Williams. The official Craigslist Freak of the Week. First time in 2024. Why throw in that you don't shower? Just, I guess, a... Yeah, strange. And why... Hey, Matthew McConaughey talks why? about that. You know? Oh, does he talk about that? I don't know. Uh, maybe other people talk about that. <laughs> Is that just a rumor? Like, he doesn't... Like, maybe he looks stinky. He looks... Yeah. Okay. McConaughey always has, like, a nice sheen to his... You ears. know what? I don't want to say that, because I love Matthew McConaughey. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a fan. He, he looks of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> he looks very earthy. I mean, he does call the show. Maybe he could tell us if he... He, uh, he, he looks... Very earthy. What do you I think? love it. Hey, McConaughey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> hey, so Moon saw you two at the Sphere. Yes. And they end their run uh, in March. If yeah. you can see it before they before they end their run, you should see and it. And you thought it was spectacular, that it, whole, it even just beyond was. you two, that whole Sphere experience. Yeah, was... I, I love you two, so of course I'm going into it. I'm going to love it. But um, I truly think, and my wife doesn't know anything about you two. She maybe heard one or two songs that she could recognize, and she was blown away mm -hmm. and thought the experience was just top top notch, man. Yeah, I, I think it's one of those, even if you're not a fan of you two, just that whole experience of going in the Sphere and right. seeing it. Yeah. Well, that new song they... I just heard this morning. It's great. About Vegas? Yeah, the Atomic... Atomic... Atomic Town? No, it's Atomic... Um, atomic. Whatever. But I don't know. That was that was very good. Um, was, it's a great I was, song. I was like, who is this? It's a great band? song. And, and it's Awesome up. Live. I know we heard... Atomic City, I think. Yeah, Atomic, atomic City. City. Yeah, it's the old Vegas name. Uh, we heard that, that... Was it Fish? Fish. Is, is that official? No. <laughs> what? What? No, no, no. That's it so was. It's, but it's not going to be like a huge residency like uh, U2 was. It's going to be like a couple of weeks or something. Well, there's there's been a lot of speculation as to be who the next act to actually set up shop mm -hmm. in the sphere, and rumor has it, 
even beyond fish, that it's going to be dead and company. That would I thought be they were cool, I guess. Retired. Not They retired from touring. Mm. This would be a residency. Dang. I find that kind yeah, of underwhelming. Yeah, I mean, John Mayer. Do you? I do. Oh, man, I'm I not, could totally see, and I'm not a Grateful Dead fan. Yeah. I'm not either, but I would still want to see man, that. That would be yeah. the only sort of know Mayer the Dead is all about the visuals and the I, trippy I get stuff that. and the, you know, the multicolored bears. And I don't think it appeals and, to a mass, though. I feel like it only appeals to that niche group that loves them. And and so to me, like Pink Floyd, I would be, that's a little bit more open, where I think people are like, that's a visual band that everybody can kind of rally behind. Fish and Dead and Company have such a huge following, but it's niche. Like, I'm not going to go to that. Totally niche. I, and I totally see what you're saying, but I have zero interest in seeing Grateful Dead. But I would, I would spend money to see this show. Yeah, I would I not. This is I not, have no interest. But since John freaking Mayer's in that, I'm telling you, with this, with the prices, even just you know, you telling me about the prices, this, young people are not going to the sphere. Not yet. Oh. No. no, people are. It was, it was, uh, it was people our age and up, and they're dressing nicely and yeah. going to. Man, this if they were experience. smart, people, their design is why kids aren't going. They should have made it a big Stanley Cup. <laughs> dead, and, <laughs> dead and company. That is the demo. That's the demo of who's going to the sphere. Is it? Yeah. It's people with money. Don't you feel like the stereotype of those people that love Dead & Company are are hippies that don't have money? No, they're boomer. No, they're not. They're the boomer retirees that are loaded. Mm. Yep. It's not me. Yeah. If they're not giving Jimmy Buffett money, they're giving the the dead money. I'd go see Lady Gaga. I'd go see Pink Floyd. Well, and here's the thing. So I I bring up the sphere because uh, somebody polled uh, a website called Casino.org, polled a bunch of people to find out who they would most want to see as a residency in the sphere. And coming in at number one was Lady Gaga. Yeah. As far as the people polled, people were like, we want to see Lady Gaga set up a residency inside the sphere. Number two, Beyonce. Number three? Taylor Swift. Coldplay. Coldplay would be great. That'd be a fun I mean, one. They're, they're good visuals too. Well, they're modeling the U2. They've yeah. been doing the the U2 model for some time. Number four well, since the beginning was oh, Paul McCartney. Okay. Five yeah. was the Eagles. Coming in at number six, Bon Jovi. What? <laughs> this was, May I? This was done. What? <laughs> this poll was taken in New Jersey. In New Jersey back in, <laughs> no. 19, in 1988. Yeah, whoever it is, <laughs> I, I'll say this. I'll say this. I, I think I, if given the opportunity, I would spend a healthy amount of money, which is not a lot for me, but um, a healthy amount of money to see almost anyone that has the uh, ability to have some dynamics. Because... It's really, it's all about the visuals and all that, but it really does have to be a dynamic band that can calm it down, do a couple cool things while you're staring at, you know, weird stuff. I don't think and, Bon Jovi fits that. And then some high energy stuff and all that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like Lady Gaga would do well. Beyonce would do well. Paul McCartney I, would do great. Uh, Paul McCartney would do great. Uh, uh, Coldplay would do great. I would assume. Blink-182 would be awesome in there too because they're good with visuals as I, well. What? Um, nah. I mean, do you remember their set? They yeah. had that crazy cool. I don't know about I that. Can, I, don't I can about see that. that, but I'm just not sure that the full dynamic range would be there for The Eagles. Like I could totally see that. Or Somebody Pink says Daft Floyd. Punk. Like if they want to come back. Get me there. That ah, would dang. be incredible. The Eagles would be cool. Somebody said uh, number seven was Harry Styles. I don't know much about his music, but okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Kiss was at number eight. Kiss? Nah. And interestingly, coming in last was Dead and Company. <laughs> okay. I don't okay. know about Kiss. I think Kiss would be cool, but you got to fill, uh, again, you got to fill 90 minutes or more 
with dynamics and it, like the party just high energy blasting at me the whole time. I don't know. I'm not sure I want to stare at that. And they're a pyro minutes. band. Or they're a was. pyro band. Yeah. And it made me dizzy, dudes. Like, don't forget, like, you get there early because if you're as high as I was up in the 400s or whatever the heck, it felt like I was going to fall over. I got dizzy for a while. Well, and, and surprisingly, Taylor Swift was not in the top 10. Um, I'm surprised Britney hmm. was it up there, too, because um, she's, she's always never been kind of known for all that. Bruno Mars was was brought up. But she uh, already did her residency. That's true. She did a residency uh, there. Eminem was brought up. Eminem. Yeah. You know what? Um, I mean, as many records and, and, and hits, and those went, those, you know, from, from Superman to... Uh, uh, to to Slim Shady to Stan, like there is a yeah, lot of dynamics I, in there. When I see a ba- when I see, have seen pictures of what goes on in the sphere, I want to be in a seat and I don't want to look at the artist. I want to look around and be lost in the music. That's where Coldplay. I don't think I think Coldplay could do that. Dude, I think Dead and Company could do that's that. That's what I mean. I think it, needs, it, it needs to be a band. That, yeah. It needs to be a band that not only has the hits that everyone is singing to, and you can like uh, use the video as a. Uh, as a, as a builder, as far as the music goes, but it also needs to be a band that you can kind of soundtrack to your visuals, like you're yeah. saying. You're, you're asking for the soundtrack to a, a visual experience, and that's what it has to be right. some the of the band, time. The band, it's a shame they're not huge in the U.S. that would be phenomenal in there is Mew. Because it's the same thing. You don't have to pay attention uh, yeah. to the band. You kind of get lost um, in it. You just see the... Everybody's like, how's Tool not on the list? Because Tool's not a mainstream. I like Tool. It'll happen one day. I, I like Tool, but Tool's not a household name. Right. These are all household names. That's what I mean. That'd be a scary I don't know. show. Dead and Company, I, I don't think, is a household name anymore. Everybody knows the Grateful Dead. I know, but like, everybody, everybody knows, knows who Tool their music. is, but people aren't listening to it. I have one Grateful Dead song in my Apple Music, Shakedown Street. That's all I care about. Like, I don't know. We're not going. We're not going. I'm not <laughs> going to that. We're not going together. All right, today is... Uh, January 5th, back in the day, 110 years ago, 1914, Henry Ford announced that he was implementing a minimum wage of five bucks a day, an eight-hour workday, and profit sharing. The first national minimum wage didn't come along until 1938, when the Fair Labor Standards Act uh, set it at 25 cents an hour. Today, it's uh, 7.25 an hour. 81 years ago, 1943, the great educator, scientist, inventor of peanut butter, George Washington Carver, died at the age of 81. What's his Missouri root? Was he born in Missouri? Mm, yeah, yes. I, I think so. Or was he brought over from Kansas? But There's a lovely statue of him over in the Botanical Gardens. But yeah, yeah, I mean, he'd... Yeah, and down in... Uh, what town is it? It's down in by Joplin. Uh, 59 years ago, 1965. CBS acquired Fender Guitars for $13 million. In 1985, Fender employees purchased a company from CBS for an undisclosed account. Every year, Fender sells about $700 million worth of electric and acoustic guitars, basses, amps, and accessories. So CBS bought it for $13 million bucks. He was born in Diamond, Missouri. Diamond, Missouri. 44 years ago, 1980, Rapper's Delight by the Sugar Hill Gang becomes the first rap song to ever hit the top 40 when it hits number 37 on the chart. 26 years ago, 1998, Sonny Bono dies in South Lake Tahoe, California. He was 62. How did he die? Skiing accident, right? Skiing into yeah. a tree. Yeah. yeah this doesn't seem to be very good for you. Uh, and 20 years ago today in 2004, baseball legend Tug McGraw, better known to some as uh, the estranged father of Tim McGraw, died of brain cancer at the age of 59. 
And that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, it's time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment in your crap on celebrities. And it's brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best. Flush the rest. Brighthouseco.com. 636-600-0188. Oh, Nine Inch Nails would be great, too. That's what I said. Oh. You said Nine Inch Nails? Yeah. Oh. But again, that's like Tool. Like, not everybody... Not everybody knows. You know. That'd be very fun. Uh, speaking of big concerts announcements, yesterday, I didn't make it down to Bush Stadium. Had some things to do here at the station. Um, but... Guys, I got to say, I'm kind of underwhelmed. <laughs> Billy Joel and Sting coming to Bush September 27th. I've never been a Billy Joel fan. If this was the police, maybe I'd be a little bit more excited. But that was the announcement. Um, okay, so Billy Joel, Sting, Bush Stadium, September? 27th. Okay, September. I've never seen Billy Joel. Uh, I'm probably going to go because this is probably going to be one of the last runs. It's But and you... You know all the songs. It's it's gonna be hit after hit after hit. I've never after liked hit his music. Hit. He's supposed to be very good live though. Yeah, I, people are excited. Some, Some I people missed, are I never saw Elton John. I missed out on that. He was great. Uh, I'm more of a Billy Joel fan than Elton John fan. Mm. I feel like I would be. I would be making a mistake not going to the show. All right. Well, he's coming. So get Sting, your tickets. Okay. Sting. Sting. Sting, okay. I, and Stevie Nicks is also part of the tour, but not for St. Louis stop. Oh, so he, no. they went to Kansas City. And a lot of people from St. Louis went to that last year. I, I would have been more excited for Stevie, to be honest. Maybe I, that would have gotten me to some, go. And, and it, oh, God, people are such jerks. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so so they made the announcement, and, and immediately on social media, people are like, this is what the Cardinals are doing now. Instead of looking for starting pitching, they're doing this. Oh, jeez. Listen. Dummies. It's not like Bill DeWitt and John Mazalock are are booking Billy Joel. Right. There's a different department <laughs> for that. Somebody's on the phone about pitching. I can't take the call. I'm Ali talking about Ma- Ali Marmel is not on the phone with Sting's people getting him. You dopes. Why was I'm, Joe I'm busy Buck talking there? to Gordon Sumner. They just do that. Joe Buck was there just to add some goodness to the announcement. Is Joe Buck's a big Billy Joel fan? I guess. But just seeing that online, you just go, man, what a bunch what's of going jerks. on here? What, really? They want to blame somebody, you know? This is what you're focused on? No. Not getting to start pitching? <laughs> what? <laughs> Let's focus on this. Halle Berry is maybe one of the sexiest people to ever walk the earth. And, you know, she's... I don't know how old she's like 55 or something. She's still posting thirst traps online. And, hey, I'm here for it. She is gorgeous. But the most recent one that she posted, she's Halle Berry is in lingerie. She's sitting in the shade, possibly in Saudi Arabia, on a rock. And she's looking great. But people cannot focus on the beauty. In fact, people are too concerned with what is sitting on the ground in front of Halle Berry by her feet. People are speculating, is this seaweed? Is it dried coral? Or is it caca? Uh, yeah, I mean, the consensus seems to be caca. Caca. Probably is, then. And... I mean, <laughs> I looked I, at, at the first, photo. At first glance, I go, it's seaweed. I, she said she's on the beach. Who's focusing on I, The first thing I noticed is her gorgeous legs. I don't know. I didn't look at the the seaweed, and I'm not, like, worried about that. Like, that happens. There's seaweed, or sometimes there's poop in the photo. You know, it happens. Oh, God. And you know what it reminded me of? One of the first one of the first ever viral photos. And you guys know what I'm talking about. It's a girl in the bathroom taking oh, yeah, a sexy dude. photo. Yeah. It's one of the first and, selfies. She's taking a sexy photo in the bathroom, yeah. and there's a big duty in the toilet. You ever see that? No. It's oh, hilarious. Man. Pull it up. I Pull need to it up. See it. You have seen this it. This is one of the first, like, gone viral. 
on Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff. Terrible. It's a girl in the bathroom taking a sexy selfie. Mm-hmm. And this is why you're supposed to check the background oh, before man. you. I well, hate the fact that this is in my search now because it's oh god, this is the worst. This is I don't I, I can't I can't stay here long. The search results are just devastating. Well, Halle Berry captioned this photo with quote, couldn't hide these rocks. And so people are like uh, you know, but it's really the big uh, formation that she's yeah. around, not the the brown rocks in front of her. Who knows? You got a moon? Uh, no. There's a, uh, there's been a million since. Has it? <laughs> and they're uh, all worse. Has, <laughs> people parodying. Has, I, has, I can't has, even has show you. Has the original you. been scrubbed? I don't. I just know. want to see the original. I don't want to oh, see any others. Oh. Oh. Maybe somebody can find it and tweet it at us at Riz Show. Hey, the Golden Bachelor wasted little time walking down the aisle. He was 72 after all. Uh, Jerry Turner. Jerry. Got engaged to Badgley Mishka, spoiler alert, who was 70 in Palm Springs uh, during a live televised special that aired last night on ABC. So congratulations yes. to the Golden Bachelor. I don't think they're going to do this again. Didn't it wind up, he's got like a sword past. Didn't something His come His wife out? died and... No, it, there was something, something like else? he was not truthful about something. Well, that's pretty on well, brand with The Bachelor. Good for them. AI Elvis Presley digital performance, virtual performances are coming soon. Elvis Evolution is going to happen later this year. It's going to be a concert experience that will recreate the seismic impact of seeing Elvis live for a whole new generation of fans. It will blur the lines between reality and fantasy, according to the company so behind it. Is this a hologram? It's a holographic projection, augmented reality, live theater, and multi-sensory effects. So some, very similar to what's going on at the Sphere. Uh, more details Details are coming soon. Huh. Don't know where it's going to be happening at. Yeah, no thanks. A new documentary focusing on June Carter Cash is dropping on January 16th. It promises to deliver a never-before-seen moments and in interviews with Carter Cash as she carries on her family's legacy and becomes the uh, second half of the power couple to Johnny Cash. This looks really good. Uh, Dolly Parton, Willie Nelson, Casey Muffsgraves, uh, Reese Witherspoon, all of whom loved uh, June Carter Cash will be a part of it, and it will be on Paramount okay, again so, on the 16th. So it's a documentary. It's a documentary oh. called June. Killers of the Flower Moon is going to be available to stream next week on Apple TV. Right now, you can only, like, rent it or own it, and I guess it'll be streaming next week starting on Apple. You saw it? Yes, I saw it. You saw it. You thought it was good. Haven't you seen got it. You got to hunker down, right? It's long. It's yeah, three it's long. hours. It's long. Uh, dude, it's it's impressive. And In Plymouth, he's in there, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. he's, he's great. Plimmons. He's right, great. But, but, but DiCaprio, dude, he is so good. Um, and this is this is a compliment, not an insult. He is so good at playing a stupid person. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he, he can do this thing with his eyes where these long shots, these like Scorsese sort of shots on his face mm. where you are convinced that this guy has a hollow head. And... and and it's it's so impressive because you've well, seen him play like talented. yeah you've seen him yeah. play like smart characters and yeah. I know this is gonna sound stupid but I think for the super talented actors sometimes it's hard to play a dumb person and he I plays this issue. he plays this guy so well really? yeah I, I'm I'll, I'll watch yeah, it I gotta, I'm trying to figure out what uh, I think my wife and I maybe have some time this weekend to like sit down and watch some TV I think I want to watch that uh, Emma Stone Nathan Fielder yeah, yeah the curse the curse. It's a, I want to see a, that too. It's wild. I may start, may start watching that. And I don't mean, I don't mean dumb like in a bad way. I mean dumb just kind of like a, you know, in a uh, clueless sort of way. But God, dude, good, good yeah, movie. I'm, I'm gonna watch it. But again, you gotta. It's heavy. I'm not boy. a start and stop. I, I want to. 
when I start it, I'm going to finish it. It's one right. of those Scorsese films for me that uh, you watch it and you go, wow, that was great. I'm really glad I watched that. I don't need to see it for another decade. Mm. Mm. Uh, guitarist Zach Myers of Shinedown says that they will be off the road for a chunk of this year. They're working on a follow-up to Planet Zero from 2022. Chad Kroger and Ryan Peake of Nickelback, they got to sit with hockey royalty when they went to a Vancouver Canucks game. Wayne Gretzky sat between the two musicians at the game. And uh, Oscar Pistorius is a free man after spending yeah, 11 crazy. years in prison. Killed his girlfriend. Killed his girlfriend, thought it was an intruder. He shot her through a door. And so, you know. Do you, do you remember her name? Her name. Reva uh, Steenkamp. Yes, gorgeous. Um, and that happened in 2012, Blade right? Runner. What year did that happen? That happened in uh, 2013. This was right after the right after he got famous at the Olympics. Yeah, the London Olympics. He's going to remain on parole and live on his wealthy uncle's gated property near uh, Pretoria. Pretoria? Pretoria. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that he's a free man. One of the capitals. From hot dogs to bagels, eating champion Joey Chestnut is tackling a new food, bagels. He's entered the Seagulls Bagel Mania World Bagel <laughs> Eating Championship, which is set for January 13th in Vegas. The competition falls two days before the National Bagel Day, and uh, competitors will have to eat as many New York-style bagels with cream cheese Whoa. as they can in eight minutes, and then the champion will receive $5,000. Whoa, what's he's, so what's his net worth? I think we looked this up before. Joey Chestnut? Joey Chestnut. It's not as much as you think, but to be for a competitive eater, I mean, the guy's a millionaire. Uh, let's see. Isn't it like, I want to say it's six million. I want to say it's like three million. Four uh, million. You tell my internet, internet money? Internet money. Which is what, yeah, which is what we. It's all real. Always real. Right. Yeah. Uh, four million bucks, but at what cost, guys? What cost? You think this is going to be easier than eating hot dogs or worse? I mean, I, th- I feel like it's going to be worse. It's a lot of bread. It's a lot of bread. Dry. Lot. Well, we've got cream cheese. I love bagels. Me too. I love bagels so much, but they're the worst for you. I like in, in the bread hierarchy. Yeah, don't so like thick. They say, don't they, tell me that. They say bagels are the like the absolute worst thing you can put in your body. I'm going to get bagel after work today. I love bagels. <laughs> I love bagels. There's a new bagel place in Chesterfield. Really? Um, God, is it, I think it may be called Lefties. Where at? In the Valley? Uh, no, it's supposed to be excellent. Hmm. Look it up. Well, speaking of food, I have a list. Thrillist put together a list of the best TV chefs of all time. We got the top 10. Uh, Tim and I have been going down the Ina Garten, you know, Barefoot Contessa hole. Oh, Dude, yeah. I, every night we're just watching six episodes. I know them all. Listen, I'm, and I'm a bit jealous of Jeffrey, who's yeah, Ina's husband. Her, me too. Yeah, her, all he does is like eat. Her just, sweet Jeffrey. Jeffrey shows up. So like, what are you making, her Ina? sweet Jeffrey's always got wine in his hand, and he's just like, wow. They live always, out in the Hamptons in a sweet. nice house. Yeah, yeah. Well, they live what, in Paris and in the Hamptons. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. She's always like, oh, Jeffrey's got the night off, so I'm going to make him, you know, something when he gets home. What does home. Jeffrey do? He, he worked he in the White House. Luckiest man on she earth. Were, I thought she worked in the they White House. They both did. What? Or he might have worked at the Pentagon. He, uh, I think he wor- he works in New York City. I know that as, as he does something. Uh, but she was like, yeah, she worked in the White House. I did not she, know that. They've been married for 52 years, dude. And they are just the most in love people. And there's a guy on TikTok who parodies Ina and he acts like her. And it's so amazing. This is what you and Tim aspire to be. Right? I, every night I go, this is it, babe. These are the goals. This is us <laughs> at 52. 
Like, this is how I want to be. I want to be cooking him dinner, and he's just Living eating. in the Hamptons. He's complimenting, you know, Ina. Like, the last episode we watched, uh, and again, these are from, like, 10-plus years ago. Jeffrey's like, oh, I'm surprising Ina. She thinks I'm at work. He's setting up a tent in the backyard while she's making some Parisian meal that they had, like, 20 years ago. It's the goals. Right, what so if they hate each other? Oh, what, no. What I don't think just, they do. Oh, you can't fake that love. Violence. You can't, you, he's full of bruises. Can't, no, can't dude. can't fake that love. It's so perfect. <laughs> All right, so just so you know, so these are probably TV chefs that, that are classic TV chefs. Um, I, I love I love watching food shows, and there are... There are some great YouTube cooking channels. Mm -hmm. So I watch uh, Josh Josh Weissman. Um, there's a, there's a channel called That Dude Can Cook. Uh, Maddie Matheson. I don't know if you've seen this guy. Mm -mm. Is amazing, hilarious. Tattoos all over his body. Curses a lot. Nice. Uh, makes great food. I love I love all this stuff. So I do too. You if you if you name the chefs, I got you. Okay. Well, number ten is Ina. She came in at number ten with Barefoot Contessa. Who else you got? It like Giada is on the list of the one hundred, but not top ten. Bobby Flay. Bobby, Bobby Flay. Flay did not make top ten. Uh, Wolfgang Puck. Gordon, Ram uh, Gordon Ramsay. Emerald. Yeah, Gordon, Gordon Ramsay definitely... came in at number five. Okay, they'll probably say Julia Child is is probably hey. the number one. She is. The French chef she hosted from 1963 through 73 uh, in Julia's kitchen with master chefs and Julia and Jacques Clee cooking at home from 1999. Uh, Jacques Pepin. Uh, yes, he Jacques came in at number nine. Dang. Okay. Uh, Swedish chef. Emerald came in at number two. Emerald Live. I love Emerald. That's if I were to say like who my favorite. Emerald was great. TV chef was like. Didn't he try a talk show, and it was not good. Uh, he did well. Essence of Emerald and Emerald Live were his two shows. Yeah. But I thought he did like a like a talk show. Like he he paved the way for the Rachel no, Ray. Because em no, because Emerald Live was like the first studio audience, really. Yeah. And it was it was a, almost a talk show kind of format. It was almost filmed in like a talk show studio. Right. right. Maybe that's why I thought it was. And he had guests the... on every once in a while to mm -hmm. help him cook. He did that for Bam. a long time, ninety-seven through twenty ten. Um, okay, so. Are there any like contemporary? Are there are a lot of the, them old ones? Um, some old. I mean, like uh, Rachel Ray came in at number eight. She uh, with her thirty-minute meals, not necessarily for what she's doing these days. It's none of the fake reality crap, is it? Uh, no, no. Okay. Well, then let's say uh, what, uh, uh, not Hiramoto. What, what's um Morimoto? Morimoto. Yeah. yeah, but that would that's like Iron Chef. He was he, he didn't have his own real cooking oh, show. Oh, he didn't. I thought he had no, a show before. No, he was just that. Iron Chef. Oh, I didn't know. Okay, um, Alton Brown's probably not on there, but mm -mm. dang, you're missing out on a guy who um, had so he was really well known and then had a lot of sexual. Mario Bellatelli. Yes, he came in at number Mario seven. Mario Bellatelli. Uh. Um, you're also missing. Dude, and what a piece of garbage that guy was. Bellatelli was a soccer player. Okay, so Bellatelli, and he was the the fat red haired guy with the, the ponytail. No offense, Scott. Yeah, uh, that wore the the Crocs. The Ugh. The orange Crocs. Very cool. <laughs> I dig it. This guy, all these like allegations thrown at him, you know, sexual misconduct, you know, abusing women in his restaurants. Right. And he wrote like an apology letter, and at the end, he wrote a recipe. Yeah. Like yeah. what a douche. Dick. Yeah. It was super tone deaf, and then he vanished. The last. Oh well, yeah, he went to court. They they ousted him from all. He had like an empire of restaurants. And pastas, right? He had a whole Italy? bunch of stuff. Number six is James Beard, who they say is the first TV chef. Okay, and James Beard awards right. for prestigious mm -hmm. restaurants and whatnot. He came in at number six. Now, you're missing 
four and three, and you're going to hate yourself if you don't get these two because they're so well-known and so uh, well-loved. Justin says, got to give some love to uh, Brian Langerstrom. Yes, he's got a huge YouTube show. Never and he's a St. Louis guy. And every once in a while, he's got an ingredient out. It's got a schnooks thing on it. And go, oh, I got okay. Hey, you know when you see, when you hear a name a hundred times, especially associated with like an award or something, mm-hmm. and uh, you don't know who it is, and but you visualize it and you think you know who it is, and you have like a visual. Right. I just looked up James Beard and saw him for the first time. This is the opposite of the guy that I had been picturing. Hold on. You picture him like as, as part of like ZZ Top. For, yeah. First of all, I picture him with a beard, and this man it has no hair, no eyebrows, <laughs> and oh, wow. uh, no beard. He's like Uncle Fester. Yeah, so like he, <laughs> that is not what I expected him to look like. But, Ooh, uh, missing, he passed in 85. You're missing Guy Fieri. Oh, Guy Fieri. Uh, Number four. Yeah. And then America's mother, sexiest woman on Sports Stewart. Illustrated, Martha, Martha Stewart. Stewart. Martha Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I never was into her shows. No I shade was. to Guy, so I don't need any of the Guy defenders like, coming after me or nothing. But like... Um, does he have? A, does he do like a cooking show? Because oh, yeah. every he, show that I saw him do, he was he was not. No, cooking. no, he's got a cooking show. He's he had a couple cooking shows. Guys, big bites. Guys, big bites. Yeah, and he does uh, a lot of stuff on his ranch. Okay. He's got a great outdoor kitchen. Yeah, doesn't cool. he interview people like Sammy Hagar? Like he'll invite them over and they'll oh, yeah, kind of cook together. Yeah, I knew he was like an interviewer guy and yeah. like a. Oh no, he's a legit chef. Sense. Oh like, yeah, I Rachel wasn't saying Ray, that he's not. I'm just saying a top ten TV chef. Rachel I mean, Ray would never say she's a chef. She's a cook. Yeah, same as Ina. She doesn't call herself a chef. Yeah, they don't call themselves chefs. They're cooks. Why? What was the butter? Because a chef the works in a restaurant. Name? Oh, Bob, Paula Dean. Paula Dean. She was on the list too, but not top ten. So your top three best TV chefs: Martha Stewart, Emeril Lagasse, and then uh, Julia Child is your number one. Wow. All right. Celebrity celebrating a birthday today. Uh, it's a decent list. Kristen Cavallari starts it off with, uh, she's 37. Dead Mouse is 43. January Jones is 46. Bradley Cooper, 49. Marilyn Manson, 55. Carrie Ann Aniba, Dancing with the Stars. Oh, Aniba. Aniba. She was also uh, in 95's stripper classic, Showgirls. She's 56. Kate Schellenbach, Luscious Jackson yep. drummer and the OG original drummer for the Beastie Boys is yep. 58. Vinnie Jones, uh, juggernaut in X-Men The Last Stand is 59. And Vinnie Jones was a legit soccer player, right? I don't know. He like is the big, he plays always like the British bad guy. Oh, he's the one that oh yeah, okay. I know you I know you're talking about. I didn't know that was him. Yeah, I think he was a I think he was a pro yeah, soccer player. Was he in Mean Machine? He was uh was he Bullet Tooth Tony in Snatch? <laughs> 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 Whoops. Vinnie Jones. Badass actor. <clears throat> and looks like a badass guy, like would beat you up in a oh, bar fight. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is like, yeah, what, what a great villain. He's a former footballer. Uh, net worth of $10 million. Jones made a name for himself playing uh, Wimbledon, English First Division. So, yeah, he was, he was yeah, pretty good. Yeah, it was good. like a legit. And, and wasn't he bullet um, Tony? What, what do you know? He had a reputation on the field for being incredibly tough and aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. He doesn't come off that way at all. No, so it seems like, uh, looks like such a sweetheart. Uh, Vinny Jones is 59. Clancy Brown is one of those guys that you love to hate. This is the dude. This is the prison guard Captain Hadley on Shawshank Redemption. He's also the voice of Mr. Krabs on SpongeBob. You know this dude. Clancy Brown, 65. You know who I'm talking about? God, if I saw Yeah, him. he's in a I mean, ton. again, like villain face. Uh, uh. And honestly, he has like this classic look to him where he oh, looks yeah, like yeah. a guy named Clancy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he yeah. looks like he lived in the 20s and just kicked people's asses. Like he like pistol whipped a lot of people. Oh, he, yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? In 1922, yeah. Clancy. Like he he would be good in any throw him in any western. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And his, Mark and his name is Clancy. His name is Clancy, and his Cute. voice is perfect. Clancy Brown is 65. Diane Keaton. Uh, Diane Keaton is uh, 78. Charlie Rose is 82. And Robert Duvall. 
Congratulations, wow. Robert D. Uh, 94. 95. i say 94 as well. 93 years ah. old. He's way younger than y'all thought he was. Sorry about that, buddy. Uh, Vinny Jones was the only guy to ever drag a dude on a soccer field by the balls. <laughs> There's a statue of that in Europe. Says My Benjamin. people. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, today's Pornhub birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Diamond Fox. And just so you know, Fox is spelled with three X's. That's cool. <laughs> uh, today's wow. birthday girl has been a ton of, in a ton of movies, including Appetite for Dysfunction, Babysitter's Gone Bad, The Boom Boom Flick One, Dirty Little Trash Talkers, Double Delicious, Honk If You're Horny, Sugar Mamas, and who could forget her role in 2019's, I don't know why this title got me, Thirst Aid. Thirst Aid? Like instead of life? What, thirst Aid? What does thirst it mean? Aid. Thirst, 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 thirst Aid. Thirst Aid? Thirst Aid? Aid? How is Aid spelled? Like lemonade AID. Aid? Like Farm just, Aid. It got me. They didn't put it an just, S on there. That's It good. just got Typ- me. Typically, you leave those letters, uh, you know, not in oh, that order. Oh, Thirst Aid. Yeah, like instead of Thirst Aid, Thirst Aid. Oh, okay, thirst I'm sorry. Aid. I'm an oh, idiot. Okay. Thirst yeah, yeah. She's a I, nurse. Don't know why, I don't know why that, that title just turned my stomach. You usually try to separate that word, uh, you know, from the porn industry. Thursday sounds like my beverage company. Uh, Diamond Fox is 51 years old. It's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays, and that was your crap on celebrities. Pseudo Show, traffic and weather. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back with your Friday fail story. Attention, Riz Show fans and weirdos. Let me tell you about Woods Basement Systems, the all-things basementy experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here, and that means rain and wet-soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time. They get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard. And Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods. Because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basement experts at Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center, St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976, and the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at GoToDobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money-saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather the driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on GoToDobbs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976.
thought they had the perfect plan. But that plan went, oh, went sideways. And it went from the perfect plan to an Uber. An ultra, oh, dare I say it, mega Hey, don't point failed. It out. Don't point it out. Nobody notices. Oh no, everybody notices. Stop that. That's like, all right. Hey, we like all make mistakes. Stopping in the middle of the song. I saw a car swerve. Right. I didn't know why. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get them next time, guys. Oh, traffic has <laughs> doubled. Damn it. Uh, Friday fail stories sponsored by Morris Royce Jewelry, the official jeweler of the Rizzuto so Show. We'll uh, we'll kind of ease you into it. Uh, so Seattle launched its New Year's uh, fireworks from the famous Space Needle. Which man, it sounds like a great idea. Mm-hmm. Space needle. They have the elevator. Fireworks. Train there. I mean, standing back. G- glorious. Mm-hmm. Glorious. What happened? All the smoke ended up blocking the view so you couldn't see anything. Like it was enough where Washington's emergency management department posted a photo and reassured people the space needle was still there. Oh man. That's the greatest fail. Because nobody got hurt. I, I thought you were gonna say it burned down. No, like no, like, no. You know, this is the greatest. It was all ruined and they had to come out and apologize. That's what I said. I'm gonna ease you into it. Here's <laughs> here's some people watching. This is a disaster. (laughs) (laughs) So a meteorologist uh, explained it was a combo of smoke and fog, like the sulfur from the fireworks created fog because it was so humid. Oh, man, bummer. Okay, this this is another funny one. So lots of holiday flights got delayed. This one was rough. So last week, United Airlines got on social media and hyped a flight from Guam to Hawaii that offered people two New Year celebrations. I saw this, yeah. So it was <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> it was supposed to take off from Guam at 7:35 a.m. on New Year's Day, cross the international dateline and land in Honolulu at 6:50 p.m. on New Year's Eve. So you'd get a second countdown. So cool. Great idea. You follow you follow me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. This is awesome. I'm in. But sadly, the flight was delayed more than six hours, didn't land in Honolulu until 12.34 a.m., so they missed it, uh, the second countdown by 35 minutes. Failed. <laughs> Lame. They're trying to pull the uh, the old Phil Collins. Remember when he played... Uh, he, he played Wembley, yeah, and then he played... Yeah, he played Wembley, and then yeah. he played... Oh, that's right. Concord or whatever it was. But come on, man. So you hype this flight, and you're United Airlines... You're delayed. You can't like push that flight to the front of the line. You think yeah, it could? knowing that this is going to be the headline, this is going to be marketing disaster. You do all you can do to get that plane off the ground. I will. I will in the next segment tell you I have the stats on. Uh, oh, you saw that that article I was talking about with uh, the the top three, the bottom three, and all the uh, the top ten on time airlines in North America. Yeah. Okay. Uh, United. The four, fourth, so 80, 80.04% of their flights are on time, not this one. You said fourth place? Yeah. Okay. Now, some of the passengers had only bought tickets for the double New Year. Uh, United even promoted it on December 28th, saying, you only live once, but you could celebrate New Year's Eve twice. So it ended up being a big, fat waste of money. <laughs> Surely there's a refund there, right? I mean, I'm, they don't have to, but I mean, come on, it's a, it's a promotion. It's the airlines. 
you think they're going to go, oh, yeah, here's your money back. I would well, imagine in that situation no. there's a special. No. Uh, the dog ate my homework, right? Classic excuse for kids. Right. Why didn't you have your homework? My dog ate my homework. But here's something that really did happen. So a couple in Pittsburgh named uh, Clayton and Carrie Law had a new fence put in last month. And the workers wanted to be paid in cash. So Clayton, the husband, went to the bank and took out four grand, $4,000 of cash. And less than 30 minutes later, the dog ate it all. Every <laughs> single bill. What? Every single bill the dog consumed. Oh, no, this is in the U.S.? Man. Yeah. This well, is in is there enough Pittsburgh. Of, if there, is there enough of that wax or whatever the heck is in that thing, the, the fibrous stuff that it'll pass through? Listen, my dog, when I was a kid, I was running around the backyard and I was like, Man, is there like a white spot on the back of the dog? What did she sit in? I can't figure whether. Come here. Come here. You got this dog. It's a big, it was a lab mixed with a greyhound. It's a big dog. Mm -hmm. And that white thing, I was like, oh, what is that? And I went and I got a glove and I pulled and I pulled and I pulled and I pulled and it was an entire paper towel spiraled out. I mean, this dog passed the whole paper towel. I heard about people doing that with socks. You're not supposed to pull it out, by the way. What? No. You're supposed to leave it there? Yeah, you're supposed to let it pass. Like, if your animal has anything out of its beehole, like, don't just yank it out. Like, you need to, there's a process that, like, vets have to do, or you have to let it actually pass. If oh, you let it God. I heard somebody pulled a sock out of a Yeah, you're not supposed to do dogs. that. Wow. You can really mess up their bowel tract. Oh, really? Anyway, yeah. so the dog is My a dog seven. dog did die eventually. Oh, God. Oh, no. from that. The dog is a seven-year-old golden doodle named Cecil, who, who usually doesn't chew stuff, I guess, but the big stack of 50s and 100s. Apparently too enticing. It does look pretty cool. I, I Greedy. <laughs> so the good news is, remember, the dog ate four grand. Mm-hmm. The good news is they managed to get most of it back. The bad news is how they got it back. Oh, uh, surgery? The paper they had to know they had to sift through, sift through caca. A lot of deposits. Uh, no way. And the bank told them, hey, this is not uncommon. And they would replace any of the bills as long as the serial numbers were still visible. So Clayton and Carrie got to work, and there's oh gross. There's video. First of all, Cecil the dog puked some of the cash up, but the rest they had to wait for him to relieve himself outside. So why do we need to wash our hands after handling cash? They collected, <laughs> they collected half digest bills, washed them, and it took took the look for the numbers. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Each bill was like putting together a tiny puzzle. The wife described the smell as so bad, uh, but after lots of hard work, they ended up with uh, three thousand five hundred fifty bucks. So, so only yeah. a loss of four fifty in the deal. We'll still call it a fail. And where did that go? Failed. It was digested. Uh, yeah, or it was I guess just, so. Is that torn up? <laughs> There's that some people up. listening that are just gonna be like, "We would just cut our losses, like not have to deal with that." Dude, oh, I couldn't afford that. The I'd dog's fine, by the way. Dog's fine, by the way. They've already forgiven him. Dude, <laughs> so he that, did go to timeout for a little bit. So that means there is, well, a bigger chance, maybe not a big chance, but a bigger chance than I thought there was that I have handled cash that's passed through a mammal. That's, that's right. pretty cool. Maybe. Very cool. I know we're all sick of being asked to tip for everything, mm-hmm. but can we still agree tipping waiters is something you should do, right? Waiters, yes. Waiters, yes. A group of 10 people went out to eat at a seafood place in South Bend, Indiana, on a Monday called the Wild Crab. Ooh. And they had a scheme to try to avoid leaving a tip. See, like a lot of places, the restaurants, the restaurant automatically adds 18% gratuity for groups of six people or more. So the 10 people split up into groups of five, sat at two different tables, and pretended like they didn't know each other. <laughs> Just to get out of what? <laughs> so You're not what gonna t- were they... 
I don't know. Okay. It sounds like they weren't sneaky enough with it because employees caught on and added the 18% anyway. And it caused a huge fight. They demanded to speak to a manager. Then somebody in the group pulled out some pepper spray, used it on a manager, then used it on another manager while being kicked out. The restaurant called the cops to file a report. Paramedics had to treat people. Uh, charges are pending. <laughs> we failed. We, too, would like to speak to a manager. You mean that group over there was, when they're done with the manager, we, we also would yeah. like to speak it's with the manager. Were they just not planning on giving the gratuit, like, tipping? I don't know. What's Were they the wanting deal? 15%? Yeah, what is the big deal? I like when the 18% is I automatic love included. Me too. Me too. I like it. I, paid, I Man, the, I'm a fan. At the, the, the dinner on uh, New Year's, we did... Um, you know, it's one of those receipts has a QR code, and you click it, and you go, oh, look at that. I can pay I can, I can pay right here. Yeah. And it says, would you like that? And just, boop, 20%, 22%, mm-hmm. 18%. It's got, the, it's got the buttons. I love Boom. the dumbass receipt. Thank you, no receipt. math. I love the dumbass receipt that does the math for you. Yep. That's what I mean. This, like, it's, it's going to be eighteen ninety two. Like, oh, thank God, because yeah. I get my stupid calculator out, because everybody in my family is like, just move the decimal point. And I know that I should, but I'm bad oh, at Oh, the 20% is easy. But I still get confused. And my fear is my stupidity is going to leave a bad tip. So when the dumbass receipt comes out and it has it broken down, you know, 15 to 25 percent, I'm like, this is excellent. Wait, what do you mean? That it's easy. Our bill was 138 bucks. 138.20 something. Here we go. So what's the best food place? 138. Yeah, 138. So it should be uh, uh, about 27 bucks. About. Your First of all, I don't even trust my own math. Enough That's what to I'm do saying. That. And how did you get that? What do you mean move, you the, move decimal the decimal point? point? Two places over. How did you get that out of 138? Well, check my work. Well, but then I got to get a calculator. 138 times divide, 0. 0.2. Is, it's around 20%, It's around right? 27. 138 divided by 20. No, times yeah. 0. Yeah. Times 0.2. Well, I always do divided by 20%. Okay, whatever you... $27.64. That's $690. See what I'm saying? This is a freaking nightmare. <laughs> 2764. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Well... You know, I can't do that. I don't, I don't know what you did. I don't even know what you did. Nor do I care. I just doubled this number. Like, I, I said you double? Okay, so you double the 13. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you double the 13. Yeah, you go 10. I always do the 10% thing, and then I <laughs> add double it. 13. You double. double oh, I see. Yeah. So you move the decimal point to here. Well, over 1. So 138.20. <laughs> you just make it 13.820, and you double the first two yeah, numbers? Yeah, it's easy. I do Guys, need to go. I had no idea. Passing shade on me. Dude, I would love to go back to school. Like, they're like, here's a tip. You don't need to go back to school. I just told you how to do it. I would love to go back to school. Anyway, so this place is called the Wild Crab. The teacher's yelling. (laughs) This is called the Wild Crab. So I'm assuming it's one of those, like, hey, they give you a bucket of crabs and you got to pick your crabs apart. With a bib? Mm -hmm. Oh, Oh, the bucket. I sent you guys a picture of uh, the Rizzuto family. Yes. At a crab place like this in Florida. Crabbing out. Yes. You looked a li- yeah, you looked, your, your wife looked gorgeous. Your kids looked like they're having a blast. You looked like Hated you were it. in hell. Hated I'm, it. I'm pretty sure I didn't respond because that is my, my nightmare. Oh, you, oh, God. This oh. is a, Moon would not even go to the parking lot. Oh. No. Yeah, you never know. eat lobster then. Yeah, you guys enjoy yourself. I've had lobster, but it's with a fork. This, so this yeah. is a place where they, I'm not uh, grabbing things. All right, so we'll take a dozen crabs and they literally dump them on the table. Yeah. They go, here you go. Here's a hammer. Here's a little, like, like yeah. A little uh, picky tool so you can pick the meat out. I go, ah. It's, oh, I've been to one go, of those, and that's, I think that was the turning point in my life. I was a teenager, and you just realize, why am I paying all this money to work to eat? No, and, and, and I, don't I can't enjoy people it. like it. And everybody was, everybody was so happy. Oh, dude, no, I've never seen them. a And, happy... like, people were drinking beers, and that's like, mm-hmm. it's, a so, it's more of a social, yeah. it's a social thing. But don't yeah. you want your food to be easier to eat than... But, it's, that. but that the situation is not really about the eating the crabs. It's about having a beer and, and talking. Yeah. And 
Well, for a guy that I knew, outside on a porch. For a guy that I knew, it was about eating the crab and beating the house. There was a dude, um, a big promoter in Australia, a friend, like great dude. Makes a ton of money, does these giant shows, and he takes you out to dinner. And he took us out to dinner to a crab place, and it was mud crab and king crab in Australia. These hmm. big, I mean, yeah. these, we're talking big, oh, yeah, giant-ass crab. crabs. These, like, movie mutant crabs. And this dude, I don't think he breathed. He was just there, just... I mean, his, it was stuff running down his arms. It was just giant crab pieces, like like a grenade went off from the Ugh. middle of the, the table, and I I just sat and watched. I couldn't even uh, couldn't do it. Don't yeah. come to Peacemaker with me then, because I will splurge on some of that lobster and break it open and have Lobster's to pull out the way goodie. easier to eat than crab. Yeah. But it's still a mess. It's a mess, but the crabs, like, they were like Maryland crabs. Mm. like blue, They were blue crabs. Well, yeah, but th- well, those are this big. Yeah, and there's not th- much. This, these things were this yeah. big. The bodies were the size of I'm footballs. I'm not a fan. Much I, 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 went, I just went along. With lobster? I don't love lobster. I like crab way better than lobster. Okay, well. But I like when it's already, like, Opened taken up. out of the shop. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. You're so lazy. Uh, You're like, I'm not walking my dog. I'm not opening the crab. And this, <laughs> yeah, and this tunnel girl. Uh, some beer thieves are jerks, but some can be totally chill. After being cornered, at least. Uh, a man in Oklahoma named uh, Jose Silberio wanted a beer early Sunday morning, but he didn't want to pay for it. So he went into a convenience store, used a pipe to smash the doors of two coolers, stole beer, and then drove off in a Land Rover. In a Land Rover. <laughs> Employees called the cops. He got away. A couple hours later, Jose crashed his Land Rover through the front door of a grocery store. I don't know if the accident was intentional or if he was drunk, but either way, he realized, uh, yep, he was done for. So he cracked open a beer, chatted with a few of the witnesses while police were on their way. When they got there, they arrested Jose for felony vandalism and uh, larceny along with other pending charges. Failed. Look at the size of these. Giant mud crab. This is this is the mud crab stuff that he was eating. I bet you it's delicious. I mean, yeah, it looked like it. I mean, he was. I feel bad. Remember their prawn? What is it called? They call them prawns over there. The uh, they're shrimp, but it's like a different version. The king prawns. Yeah, they're bigger. Yeah, they're pretty tasty. I know. Down in Florida, it's like stone crab. Mm -hmm. You get the stone crab legs. You'd hate it, Moon. Uh, a man charged with robbing a bank in Canton, Ohio, got a little confused when he wrote his demand note to tellers and forgot to ask the bank workers for money. So according to charging documents filed by the FBI, a guy named Richard Hampton, accused of slipping a note to a teller at a key bank location that read, give me the... <laughs> with the word gun written below it. Uh, he then pointed to his waistband a couple times and told employees to hurry up. He forgot to write, give me money mm-hmm. or how much or whatever. It happens. Despite the confusing instructions, the teller handed over 723 bucks in cash. Uh, however, inside the bundle of cash was a tracking device. Police used a tracking device to find Richard. He had all the cash with him. Uh, in a video-recorded interview with investigators, he confessed to robbing the bank and revealed that he had smoked some crack before the crime. Oh. See that? Which is why I forgot to write the word money on the note. <laughs> uh, he also recruited a getaway driver from a local grocery store and promised to pay him 50 bucks to drive him to and from the bank under the guise that he needed to cash a check. <laughs> and police said the uh, the vehicle was casually driving away without a rush, including stopping at all tracker likes. <laughs> uh, Richard didn't wear a mask or even try to conceal his identity. Yeah. The whole thing was a disaster. Failed. I mean, can you really get arrested for just having a good time? All right, two, <laughs> two more for you. <laughs> That's a bummer. Uh, it might not be the best idea to have an Uber pick you up at the scene of a crime that you just committed. 
Uh, Police in Wheat Ridge, Colorado, were called to a burglary at a plumbing business last week. The person who called 911 said they saw a hole in a fence and had surveillance footage of a man stealing tools. Yeah. So officers get to the scene quickly. They see an Uber car, like, waiting there. (laughs) And they ask the driver, like, what are you you doing here? I'm waiting for Gary. Uh, You know, he said, like, yeah, I'm here. I'm here waiting for Jose uh, at uh, Blue Sky Plumbing. 4.7 4.7 stars. In fact, he said, there's Jose right now walking to the car. <laughs> yep, there he was, Jose. Backpack full of stolen tools. 8,600 bucks worth of stolen tools. Wow. Been charged with felony theft. Failed. I'm glad he's a dummy. That's good. And finally, we've, man, we've had stories like this before. It, it never works out. Um, and really, what a horrible thing to do. If you are... If you're sputtering through town right now in an old jalopy, that's right, I used the word jalopy, in a beater, and somebody steals your car, do not expect it to be top priority for police. How? Why? It's a stolen vehicle. Come on. My 42 Brown with windows is not more important than your Maserati? Okay, any car. Okay, any car. Unless... You sweeten the pot a little bit. So a 29-year-old woman in Connecticut, Pamela Rodriguez, was arrested recently after her car was stolen. The problem was she told police that her kid was inside the car when it was mm. stolen. Just because she wanted the cops to get serious about finding it. Hmm. Hard to imagine what her endgame was. Yeah. Um, they were going to find out her, her kid wasn't in the car, whether they found it or not. Jeez. Uh, and they would not be happy about being lied to. Right. I don't think you thought this through, you big dope. And that's what happened. They figured out she was lying, charged with making a false report, car still missing. Although police say they are looking for it. Fail. Horrible, right? Yeah. All right, those are your Friday fail stories now. We'll take a break. Uh, we'll get to some of your emails next. I don't, I'm not really a New Year's resolution guy. Are you? I am. Oh, you're, so you're a New Year's resolution person. I yeah, am. man. I, I, every day this week, you told me of another one that you're mm-hmm. that you're sticking to. Yeah, this. Uh, you know how I did a year without McDonald's last yeah. year. Well, this year I'm doing. Uh, I'm not eating birds anymore. Oh no, so, birds! Huh? So no birds. It seems like less of a resolution and more of a challenge. Like, you do a lot of challenges. That's how I look like at it, Like, these yeah. are learned, year-long challenges. It is. I've done this with alcohol, like, no alcohol for a year. Um, and so, yeah, I, I don't eat cows, pigs, haven't for a long time, but now I've added birds back into that category. I've noticed oh, so you're back on more... cow, then. I'm not back on cow. Okay. Oh, so you're not... I'm only on fish. If I'm going to eat an animal, I'm eating fish. Have, there been, have there been any... Um, well, a I'm a pescatarian, fish. essentially, right now. Have there been any year-long learned challenges uh, that you have failed? And I'm not trying to, like, you know, embarrass you or call uh, you. I'm curious. You know what? I No, I did try to do the, um, oh, God, what is the uh, the 75 hard? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's tough. It is so, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's in the name. called that because, I, it, so I failed at that. Immensely failed. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I got, I got, so the hard one is no more birds. And then I got, like, little things that I'm doing, like, for my psychology side and, Personality. Well, listen, if you've already abandoned your New Year's resolution, a lot of people have, uh, you'll just have to deal with the personal shame of it on your own. 
But science may have just figured out how to explain it away to your friends and coworkers. <laughs> hey, Lauren, I thought you were not eating chicken. Why are you eating that, uh, you know, uh, chicken Caesar? <laughs> yeah. So researchers found that the one excuse you shouldn't use is, I just didn't have time. Mm, why not? When you tell people that there's a good chance they'll, they'll respect you less and think you just didn't try hard enough. So if your resolution was to maybe go to the gym, mm-hmm. go to the gym three times a week, and you go, I just didn't have time. People are going to respect you less when you say that. So your better option is to blame. <laughs> you like <laughs> is this. To, yeah, is to blame <laughs> external factors. Uh, for example, instead of saying you canceled your gym membership because you weren't going, tell them you canceled it because you couldn't afford it. Oh, oh! I so like then that. they feel sorry for you. Yeah, them. right. You go for the but pity. You spend a month, oh, yeah, right? Doesn't it cost victim. a month for the? Whole thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, no. Yeah, nothing weird. It just so well, so the scientists just a dollar to start, and you 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 canceled yeah, it before okay. February. Well, <laughs> so they found that uh, that uh, I didn't have time and I couldn't afford it are two of the most common go to excuses for bailing on a resolution, mm-hmm. and we tend to think that telling people we're too busy makes us seem uh, important and high status. It turns out that that's not what other people hear, though. Instead, you'll think if you were truly motivated, you could have made it happen no matter how busy you are. You prioritize it, Mm -hmm. which is how we live. I mean, think about you you make time to go to your job. You make time to feed your kids. You make time to take a shower. If you are not going to the gym, you are not labeling that as a priority. But if you tell them you couldn't afford to eat healthier or join a gym, they'll probably go, yeah, you know, times are tough. Sure. You know, with this economy, yeah. uh, you know how uh, much you could pay for two burgers at, at uh, Shake Shack and $30. fries? 31 bucks. Yeah. I get it. Man, it's expensive growing your food. <laughs> I find that basically free. Over time, like I used to do Who's this. Who's growing gonna... their food well, for their New eat, Year's you resolution? You said eating healthy. I'm like, it's pretty easy to grow uh, food. I'm going to put and... the seeds in the ground in January. <laughs> <laughs> You, have you ever heard of greenhouses? Yeah, man. No, explain. You go spend about $2 million and you can build. <laughs> <laughs> I can't afford it. I'm growing herbs in my uh, pantry right now. Oh, the hydroponic we, thing. Yeah, we're going to yeah. do that too. My my daughter gave us um, like a whole herb, like a kit, like five little kits that you mm-hmm. put on the, uh, you know, kind of like the windowsill kind of thing and, and grow your own herbs. So we're going to start there. Yeah, good luck. Thank you. The hydroponic is I appreciate cool. that. Have yeah. you started growing your chia pet? No, I gave, I, haven't you weird, I gave you a weird Al Chia yes. pet. Or your patchouli. He hasn't had time. I haven't had time. <laughs> Are you going to grow no, it here? The, Can you grow it here? Seriously, it was too expensive at the... <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you grow it here? I guess, yeah, should I bring it? I have it Put home. it on the window I would love for yeah, you to dude. grow your weird Al Chia, oh, chia pet here. Right here. Right. right here on the window. I was going to enjoy it. All right, fine. No, I think maybe it'll brighten up your office in there. Okay. I'll bring it back. So, New Year. Darn it. He's cool. Holiday insanity is over. 2024 is basically a blank slate, and yet people online are already back to complaining about their pet peeves, mostly regarding grammar. So if you're a little loose with your grammar, you could work on these things and shut those people up. Okay. We don't have any grammar police in here, do we? Uh, yes. You think you're gra- no, not as much anymore. I don't think you're. I don't think you're that much. I, I have just a I have just a couple pet peeves with it. Other than that, as long as you don't step on those. So here are the big pet peeves. I mean, I speak peeves. so poorly here. I mean, your mother's your mother's ashamed every day. <laughs> don't don't remind me. I mean, she reminds me. My well, I aunt, know she does. My aunt shamed me on Christmas for uh, for speaking the way that I do. Okay, so here are the 
Are you all right over there? <laughs> what is like, happening? She's just tearing down things. She heard, I mean, she heard every, I, every day a new blind yeah. falls on the ground for me she, tugging she on it. She closed the blinds. Well, she heard I might be growing a plant in here, so she yeah. uh, got oh, the sunlight. Oh, you just broke one of the blinds yeah, off. I Tearing did. the place this down. This is probably the third one. We need new blinds in here. Hail Hubbard. We need new blinds. That's not in the budget. Yeah. Uh, anyways, all right. So here are the here are the big grammar grammar pet peeves for people. Okay. Uh, when people say irregardless instead of just regardless. Yeah, I think that bothers my mother. Mixing up prostate, which is a gland, and prostrate, which is a position. Prostrate. I've never heard anyone use the word prostrate. Yeah. I have, thinking they were saying the word prostate. Oh. Well, so you get your prost- kind of- you get your prostrate checked out? <laughs> nope. No. I don't think I've ever. Huh, no, nope. I don't know. That would freeze me for a second. Uh, is that a gland I don't know about? I notice it, and I, I'll let it hang. Like I'm not going to say anything. Okay. <laughs> um, people using whenever when they should be using when, like saying whenever I was doing laundry on Tuesday. Oh, you know what the, uh, my mother's uh, biggest one is that she's always saying. And and the two biggest offenders are you and me. Mm-hmm. And she says, when we say anyways, drives her nuts. I'll tell you what drives because me nuts. Because it's supposed to be anyway. This next one here. Anyway. When people say on accident instead of by accident. On accident. That drives me crazy. Oh, that's one that I'm sure I'm an offender wow. there. I picked up you oat milk on accident. On accident? By accident. But that's all I've ever heard of. Yeah. I say on accident. You hate me? I guess so. Ooh. I don't think I've ever noticed you saying it. I, mm. I hear him say it a lot. I apologize. I hate it. Well, why didn't you correct me? Because I'm not a grammar police. But I want that. I'm I, I'm see I'm not I'm anti not grammar, grammar I mean, police. Wow. I'm not anti. Uh, listen, uh, please correct me. I would like to be smarter. If you can help me get there, please yeah. do. Be open to it. Uh, people using utilize when they should be using use. Uh, when people write, when, when someone writes people that instead of people who. Yeah, that drives me kind of crazy. Saying nuclear instead of nuclear. <laughs> nuclear. Nuclear. Or, or here's a good one. For, familiar instead of familiar. Hmm. familiar. I'm probably a familiar. Yeah, you are. I'm totally a you Missouri are. boy. Uh, and we have we have what holiday coming up in February? Oh, yeah. Washington's birthday. Valentine's yeah. Day. Valentine's Day. Oh, no, Valentine's? Valentine's for some people. Uh, you got to yeah. be kidding. Yeah, that These makes people. no sense. That makes no sense. Those are people that are just trolling people yeah. like Well, this. that was, when I was in elementary I thought that was the word. I remember a kid making fun of me, and I quickly learned that you don't say Valentine's. <laughs> <laughs> Valentine's. And, and and as always, mixing up, you know, there, there, and there. Mm-hmm. The three there's. You but, mean in spelling? Yeah. And one person did note, people who correct grammar errors are just as bad as people who make them, so. Yeah, but we all have our... Um, our pet peeve ones, you know, our rules. Our, yeah, of Our big course. ones that we constantly hear. Of course. Of course. Um, I know for Christmas, uh, you told your kids you're going on a big trip coming big up trip. in March. Big trip. Biggest, um, yeah, maybe the biggest trip. So you, and you told them, we could say it, right? I mean, yes. Going to Disney. We are taking a Byerly RV all the way down to Florida. That's we are staying at a going campground. To Disney. Disney campground, bro. Uh, do you know about the Disney Day Drinkers Club? Nope. Go on. Have you heard about this? No. Okay. And I like this idea. This is anyone's, you know, anybody could join this club. 
Um, members of something called the Disney Day Drinkers Club are upset after their mascot, a trash can named, uh, trash can named Benny, recently got relocated. <laughs> Benny. The eyeballs? What does this guy look like? <laughs> trash no, can the Benny? Disney Day Drinkers Club, or D3 for short, uh, is a group of adult Disney fans who join nothing more than going to Epcot and hitting up different bars around the park. They call it drinking around the world. Wow. So it is an actual trash can. Yeah, it is an actual trash can. Okay. So so you might, so drinking around the world at Epcot is like, you might start with a margarita at like Mexico section. Uh, you move on to sangria and so on. That's, <laughs> dude, I, I mean, former me, that sounds awesome. That sounds super fun. A fun thing to sort of tick off, uh, you know, like a... Uh, I don't know, like a not a challenge kind of thing, but something to do if you're down there. That yeah, sounds yeah. like awesome. And and are you, are you saying that there's a trash can, like a special trash can that they put, they discard their margarita glass or back to the trash can? Benny became the club's official mascot two years ago after somebody was drinking on the sidewalk, which is allowed, and realized that Benny's flat top was a good place to set your drink down. Oh, okay. There's people taking pictures with this thing, and they oh, like to joke letters. that it's a, that he's always trashed. Yeah, this whole day drinkers club was. Uh, was founded by a radio host in, in North Carolina. Um, has 86,000 members on Facebook. Oh, my gosh. Um, so now club members are upset because the park keeps trying to move Benny to a different location. Uh, he's always been in front of a bar called Rose and Crown. Mm -hmm. But last September, they moved him across the street to stop people from lining up for pictures and blocking the bar's entrance. That's how famous this trash can is. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Club members rejoiced last month when he suddenly got moved back to the original spot. Some even bought plane tickets to get a picture with him. <laughs> but before they could get there, Epcot moved him again. Uh, so now the future of Benny and where he will live is still very much up in the air. Just let people have their trash can. So when you go down to Disney, find Benny and take a picture with him. I'm going to do that. Rose and Crown. Yep. Uh, let me see. Let me see what it looks like. I'm going to... It just looks like, it's a, just like a trash can. Yep. It's a nice looking trash can. Oh, it's not it's even painted on like no. eyeballs or nothing? No, 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 no. It's just a trash can. It's a nice rubbish bin. Oh. It is literally just a trash can. Oh, I love man. simplistic joy like that that people find. You got to paint eyes on it, though, and give it a smile or something. Well, its mouth opens every once in a while. They should make a Disney movie around them, <laughs> you know? Ooh. Benny. Trashed. Apparently, there are very famous Disney World huh? trash like, cans. Trashed. trashed, and it would have, like, undertones of, like, like alcoholism and, like, what not to do, you know? Apparently, or there's, there's... how to be cool. <laughs> There's so many different yeah. ones. Yeah. Kids, here's how you'd be cool, man. 27 best Disney trash can images. So it's like a collect them all. <laughs> like they're all painted kind of different. You got you to gotta collect pictures with these different trash cans? Man, I want to throw trash in each one. Yeah. How cool would that be? Now, I know, wow. you're, I know you're, you're, taking, uh, you're taking an RV down to Disney. Yeah. Which, okay. Oh, dude, we are <laughs> thrilled. I just want to just get, I'm a just get there guy. No way. See, we're we're all about the full adventure. We're going to take it's a couple... It's all about the journey. It's all about the yeah. destination it's about for me. The is, brother. It's about the destination for me. <laughs> well, so we'll be flying. It's the journey and the destination. It's on brand for both of you. Oh, God. We're so we're so excited. And these these uh, these campgrounds and all these parks and all this kind of stuff, has they have their own things, too. I mean, like, some people go there and just stay at these campgrounds because they've got, they've got the rides. They've got a water park really? there. You take a boat to the park. I got it, man. Oh, I come it's on, cool. man. This is the I coolest. may get out of going to Disney this year because uh, my daughter may have a cheer competition down there. Right on. Neat. And that'll be just the wife. Mm. Oh, you're not going? No. I don't want to go if I don't have to. Wow. But don't Captain you want to watch her cheer? Fun. <laughs> 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 
Dude, I feel sorry for all the cheerleaders of of the world with their dads. It's ain't a sport, you know. I never said it's not a sport. I know, not you. I never said that. But 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 I know you did. But I'm saying like dads (laughs) don't get rally behind. Most dads don't rally behind their cheerleader kids. And they uh, should. It's a hard my, thing my to do. My cheerleader kid has a double header today. I got Yay. all the. I got all the. From my I house. got all the football games. I. Uh, all right, good. You know, if there's a competition regionally, I will. <laughs> regionally, <laughs> I tell you what, dude. I will attend. I tell you what, cheerleader dad over here far prefers basketball to football. Young person indoors. football. Well, yeah, it's indoors. It's so awesome. And I'm telling you, man, these even the freshman teams, football. It can be rough. You got a you got a team without a kid that can throw the ball. Ooh, yeah, you're wow. in for a long night. Yeah. Um, but the basketball, God, these kids are good. They're so good. They're yeah, so and tough. Basketball is so a faster physical. sport. Oh my goodness. Uh, well, and, and yes, I may get out of going to Disney. I'm super psyched. I mean, I love it for I'm you because I'm you. I understand. But you know, it's a big deal. Disney competition. That's cool. It's a great. It's a big deal. I think there's only room for one parent. Okay. And it's going to be my wife. <laughs> and it's not me. <laughs> and it's not me. Well, and I'm bringing up the flights thing. Um, so one of the variables about plane travel is when, you know, w- whether you'll get where you want to go on time. Uh, last year, Delta Airlines was the best U.S. airline for getting passengers where they needed to be when they were supposed to be there. In 2023, 84.72% of Delta flights arrived on time. Wow. Eighty-four percent. Does that seem low? I don't like that. No. Or is that? What are you expecting it to be like? 95? In the nineties? Yeah, I think we're being too optimistic. I know. There. Real quick, when we say on time, are we talking about the actual minute that it was supposed to land? Because I consider on time on time not being a half hour or more. Arrival late. on time. Well, uh, you know what? The, the on time grace period is within fifteen minutes. Okay, that's what I was asking. So for, of departure or arrival. Yeah, time. so for me, I expect it to be within a half hour late because it's always. They gave 15 minutes. Listen, I pay. So, we Airline tickets are so friggin' expensive now. For it not to be in the 90s is wild. And for such a crappy experience. Mm. Compared to. When now the nickel and dime in you for everything. Well, I don't even mean that. I just mean like when I first started flying, um, when, we, when we were touring. Uh, it didn't even require a full country, a full continental flight. It wasn't like only the LA to New York flights had meals. Most of my flights yeah. had meals, mm-hmm. and I don't even mean like a nice meal. I'm not saying we were eating well or anything, but it was like there were there was there were things that were provided, and all of that has been stripped away. Yep. Um, oh yeah. Granted, we have Wi-Fi now and a couple other options, but I'm just I'm just saying. We, I flew Delta the home. Experience is not as good. Uh, I flew Delta home uh, from Florida mm-hmm. uh, on Monday. Plan was great. I mean, the in the in seat entertainment is awesome now. Yeah, that helps when you don't get that. That sucks. But they got decent movies on there. If yeah, you didn't download don't something, they have pretty new planes too. Haven't they? Yeah, I, I, was, I was comfortable. Do. I was comfortable. Yeah, so Delta. Nicer. So as far as as far as on time performance, uh, Delta Airlines number one. Alaska Airlines was number two. Eighty two point two five percent of their flights were on time. Then American, then United, then Southwest. They say Alaska would have been number one um, almost across the board on everything except for there were so many storms. Remember there was like a period of storms up in the Pacific Northwest? And it, it and grounded it, a lot and, of their and, stuff. And, well, it screwed up a lot of the airport stuff, so it wasn't necessarily their fault, but it did count against them. Well, they're number two. Uh, Southwest 5, Spirit 6, WestJet. See, now we're getting like Spirit Airlines. Only 71% of their, their flights were on time. WestJet, 69.29%. Frontier, 68%. Can I guess? JetBlue. Yep, JetBlue is the worst. 68%. Air Canada was the worst. 
63% of their flights were on time. Dang. Ooh. Wow. The thing I read about JetBlue and why they were last, um, the last ranked last year was not only the on-time stuff, but they had the most amount of complaints and most amount JetBlue. of- JetBlue. Never, I've never flown JetBlue. Uh, me neither. I've never done one of the budget ones. You, uh, you've done both, right? Or the Frontier and Spirit? And Spirit. Which, which would you prefer out of the two? I mean, no, I have a personal bias against oh, Frontier. Right. Frontier really kind of... Well, uh, well, we're going to fly them in May, so... You. Oh, so you're going back. There's no cho- I have no choice. What do you mean? You have a lot of choices. You just named eight choices. Yeah, but we need to be... We're going to a wedding, so we need to be there at a certain time. Oh, and I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to do layovers. <laughs> okay, so you do have choices, but you refuse. I'm going to roll the dice. I said, I, all right, we'll see. We'll give you another chance, Frontier. All right, let's get to uh, quickly some emails. Rich Show at 1057thepoint.com. All right, let's start with this. Hey, fellas, and learn when did your Christmas exchange, um, I'm sorry, when you did your Christmas exchange, King Scott was giving people stuff that was just laying around. I thought he had ordered presents that were not in yet. Have those arrived? They have. Were they given well, where out? Where's my gift? Upstairs in my house. Well, I will. I'm glad you reminded me. How am I supposed to enjoy it when it's at your house? So here's the next part of the email. It seems like Moon catches a lot of heat about presents, but this has not been talked about yet. Loyal weirdo Joe. P.S. Can you do another prize giveaway where Scott is in charge and steals things from everyone in the building? I believe John Hewlett's office placard was stolen for that. One of my favorite giveaways you've ever done. (laughs) Yeah. somebody Is this the person that actually sent us a picture of it? I don't know. This was a while ago. I've been saying we should have cleaned out our office with all the stuff. Yeah, we may still up. do that. And then you get a wheelbarrow of Riz. Like, it's all the stuff in all our All the stuff office. from our office. Wow. And it's a lot of good oh, stuff. I do, hey, I do want to shout out uh, Team Riz member Rich, who I don't know if you saw in the office. Oh, gave, gosh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it's our uh, the, our billboard. Photo. Of the, a photo of a billboard with, the, with Bush Stadium in the background and the arch in the background put on like a metal, like a metal. Yeah, instead of like a instead plastic, of canvas, yeah, canvas metal. metal. So thank you, Rich, for that. And I guess his uh, his uncle did it. Who works uh, is the president of S and K Print. Skprint.com. Thank you very much for that. Very That's cool. Awesome. <laughs> Dave and Rich, thank you for that. It will hang in our office. We will not give that away. Uh, yes, and I expect my present next week, Scott. Okay. Yeah, no kidding. Thank you. Sorry about that. <sighs> Tell you what. I, I, I'll tell you that. The, the hell that I catch. You gave me a, a Taylor Swift uh, golden book. Yeah. Which I gave to my niece. Uh, <laughs> 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 that was for you. Well, now I'll it's my you know. little niece, who's six years old, uh, now has that as part of her book collection. So, so thank has, you, King Scott. She I said drew this from, pins all over I said this now. is from Uncle King Scott. Thank you. Uh, next. This came across this morning. Good morning, Rusho. Currently feeding my newborn while in a hotel. It is 5 a.m. and she's been up since 3.30 crying. Nothing is really working and I'm stressed out about the fact that I'm most likely disturbing everyone around us. How would you react if you were next door to a baby that wouldn't stop crying? I feel awful, but there's really nothing I can do. Love the show. Hope you all had a wonderful break. Uh, I would bitch and complain and not do anything. This happened to me New Year's Eve a couple years ago. I was staying downtown at the hotel across from Ballpark Village and it wasn't a it was a little kid. It wasn't a baby, but there was a kid crying. And I called the front desk because I was like, I don't know what's going on over there. <laughs> and I just wanted somebody to do a wellness check, essentially, and be like, you know, it's okay that the kids are crying and I get parents got to deal with that. But I was like, I want to make sure it was all good. Yeah. You know, I'd call the front desk. But then I would I'll call get the over police. it. You would? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going straight to the cops. I've had it happen. The last hotel um, 
where was I in December? I don't remember where I was, but where, wherever I was, the hotel uh, allowed dogs. Mm-hmm. And God dang it, man, these dogs were losing their mind. And I'm pretty sure they were in the hallway. Oh, so somebody no. was m- must have been taking them out to go to the bathroom or something like that. We're talking 2 a.m., 3 a.m. I'm trying to get up early for a flight probably an hour later, and there's dogs just fighting, going at it in the hallway. Golly. And I thought, man, it's so rude. But at the same time, what are they supposed to do? You ever stay at a do? hotel with your dog? No. Yeah, I've done it. Couple times, yeah. Did they bark? Were they no, obnoxious? No, no, no. It was Kat the dog. She was awesome. But if you noise, I'm calling the front desk. We drugged her. If you had barkers, <laughs> would you would you do the hotel? Or, or I mean, maybe they didn't have other options. I mean, I didn't call and didn't do anything. I just grumbled and was upset. Yeah, to that's, myself. An, that's what I would do. I would grumble and probably yell at my wife like, "What is going on next door?" <laughs> and not do anything. Uh, next. Hey, all avid longtime listener here. This is uh, specifically for Moon. I've been going through some really uh, tough times. Lately, and I've been dealing with panic attacks as a result. I had a rough one last night, but decided to try meditation exercise recommended to me. I spent some time focusing on only thoughts that made me happy. When a racing negative thought pops in, you're supposed to redirect to another happy thought. Most often, music mixes into the background of my happy thoughts, creating a sort of soundtrack. The song pops up in my head randomly, and they're always the ones that make me feel positive, happy, and comfortable. Last night, the song that was cycling through was Top of the World. I became It became almost a mantra in my mind while I worked through redirecting my thoughts. The exercise helped, and I was able to pull myself out of a panic attack. I just wanted to let you know that your song played a huge part in the wow. healing in that moment. Thanks for sharing uh, talent with the masses. Music is so much more than just something to listen to. It can absolutely be a huge therapy tool. Love the show, and I think Learn and Rafe are incredible additions. Having a female voice and perspective is wonderful. Thank you for all and you do. Learn. Three and out of five right. stars, Christy. <laughs> well, that's nice. That's very sweet. Um, yeah, you know, and I was just bringing this. This came over, I think, last week. And uh, man, you know, I haven't been listening to a lot of music in these last couple years. And I tell you, and you guys know this. I told you last week. I got into like a Deftones Vortex, and Deftones of all things. And it just phew, music is magic, dude. It was a portal. It was like the perfect portal. And man. I, I got a guitar to kind of recreate some of it. And man, like it just, it took me somewhere. So, yeah. Last night I was uh, doing headstands and I was listening to Turnstile and that band makes me want to throw like a raging kegger, like yeah, back I in the like day. That. I, I, as, as far as new bands go. Oh, I want to see them live. so fun, yeah, man. I, but like, it's music that I, like I was, Tim wasn't home yet. And I was just like, I was like, I'm going to throw a party at my house. Like, I, I haven't had a band like that in a long time oh, that made me want to just go boy, nuts. Speaking of music, I believe we're going to announce Point Fest next week. What? Get out of here. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Oh, my stars. Huh. I think that's a rumor. What, what's the last thing that you listened to that, like, just took you, uh, either either healed something, helped you go somewhere, you know, just, like, portaled you in a magic sort of way somewhere you needed to be? I Where I needed a- to be? Yeah, I mean, it, you know, I mean, Christy was talking about like a very particular moment, and it was like a, you know, the song. I told you, I was coming home from uh, my son's open house at high school, and uh, Forever Young from uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Forever Young, <laughs> That's right. from Rod Stewart, followed by uh, We Got Tonight, We Got Tonight from uh, Bob Seger, oh, and yeah. To Lick It Up from Kiss. You're crying your eyes out. I was out. crying my eyes out, guys. <laughs> I get it. All right, let's do one. Let's do one more email. One more. Okay, email. Uh, let's see. Good morning, King Scott, Learn Moon, and Rafe. Oh, and Riz. I was thinking, what if you started the new year with a nice headline goo? I thought, what better way to start 2024 with have, a good yeah. laugh? We had, hey, just so you know, the first day back, we we gooed it. Just so you know. We started yeah, off right. correctly. We started off correctly. That's so. why this year has been awesome so far. I, and listen, if there's time today, we'll do goo for him, okay? <gasps> All right. Wow. We'll goo it, a really we'll goo it for this There it is. All right. All right. Good. All right. We got to take a break. We'll come back. Uh, let's do a quick contest. It's 9 o'clock already. We'll do a quick little contest. 
Uh, Learn, how about gay bar steakhouse? That I love gay great. bars and steakhouses. Uh, all right, Scott so, is the lifeline today. No, Moon is the lifeline yeah. once again. <laughs> no. Uh, so man, that's I don't know. He doesn't know steakhouse. Learn will will read you the name of a business, <laughs> and you tell us if the establishment is a steakhouse or a gay bar. Moon is your lifeline. If you need him, he's there. Uh, but remember, his answer is binding. Like you, when you say, "All right, Moon, what do you got?" Moon has you have now given up your right to answer. Yes. And you have given it to Moon. He did good yesterday, so yeah. Gay bar or steakhouse, play next. Всем привет, с вами Иван Барбашов, и вы слушаете The Riz Show на 105.7 The Point. С днем рождения, Riz. Thank you. Um, I know we talked about this briefly yesterday, uh, the footage of the uh, convicted felon launching himself over the bench in a courtroom in Vegas yeah. on Wednesday. And uh, we talked about it at the beginning of the show yesterday. I'm sure that's been, that video's been everywhere. Um, I kind of I want I wanted to know like more about the guy that launched himself, like what his deal was, uh-huh. and really what the backstory between. I guess these two have history: the judge and the uh, convicted felon. Oh, really? Yeah. So the judge, Mary Kay Holthus, she's 62. Thankfully, it sounds like she'll be all right. But the guy who attacked her is a 30-year-old guy. Uh, Diablo Redden, this guy, not a nice guy. Long rap sheet with at least three felonies, ten misdemeanors, multiple domestic violence convictions. Uh, the same judge, this Mary Kay, Judge Mary Kay, sentenced him to a year of probation last February. He violated the probation in October. So she sentenced him to 106 days in jail and then missed a court date for another charge last month. He was hoping for, for probation again. Hmm. Man. I will say, I know this is going to be weird, but I think this is on the judge because she was dressed like a trampoline. <laughs> I mean, to be honest. And you would know. Yes. Well, what I want to know, like, what set this guy off so much? Was it like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm a, like, a decent person, and this is a, a judge that, uh, you know, a judge that, that gave me a harsh sentence? Not nope. option A. Nope. <laughs> no. He was just a little... Jumpy, I don't know. No. Yeah. So he's hoping for probation again. Again, <laughs> after violating probation and being you know, in and out, you know, three felonies, ten misdemeanors, domestic violence convictions, missing a court date. He's a mess. Was he busy? Maybe he was working or helping kids somewhere, probably. And then he attacked the judge when it became clear that, yeah, it's, you're not getting probation. Hmm. Yeah, if you haven't seen the video, it is. Why? I still wish there was an, a, a different angle. I want to see it from the side where he. I want to know how he launched up on that bench. Yeah, because that was incredible. It was. That was. It a was lot almost as if you there's a there was a trampoline on the ground. Right, like <laughs> yeah, one of those little mini little ones, mini like tramp- a mini trampoline <laughs> yeah. with the maroon outline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the circle one. Yeah, yeah. Or the one with the handle you do for exercise. I'm pretty sure back in the day I saw Seven Dust uh, and they used to have those on stage. Genius. And, right? And they used to jump off of them. Like, I, oh, I, I have that memory. I'll have to ask Clint if that was an actual thing. But I remember seeing them at Pops in the 90s. What was that band that did the music video on the treadmills? That's, oh, okay, that's go. okay Go. Yeah, okay, go. that was an awesome video. That was an awesome video. They've got a couple that were like that. That's yeah, they were, yeah really they did creative. a Rube, uh, Rube Goldberg. Uh, Gold, uh, what is it? Oh, Rube, that's right. Rube, uh, Rube, Rube Goldberg. Oh, Goldberg, yeah. Something. Rube Goldberg. Is that a judge? No, that's a goalie Ruth for... Ruth Bader uh, Ginsburg. They did a Ruth Bader Ginsburg. For Mighty Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> Goldberg the goalie? Yeah. Who actually did play roller hockey with once. 
Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. He was a goalie. And that is your claim to fame. Yep. He was the goalie in that, too? Yes, he was. Of course what he was. Dang. Of course he was. All right, let's give away some stuff. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh- All right, and today's contest is sponsored by... Flynn Landscaping, specializing in lawn, landscape, irrigation, and arbor. Now hiring. Call 314-243-6784. All right, we're playing Gay Bar Steakhouse. Really simple game since we don't have a lot of time. So we've got a lot of s'mores set, jagged little pill tickets. We've got Monster Jam tickets, and we got... Uh, one pair of tickets left for the original night at the Blues game. It's coming up on the 30th. Tickets are still available. All right, so uh, Learn is going to read you the name of a business. You tell us if it is a steakhouse or if it is a gay bar. Okay. Moon is here for you as a lifeline. I'm anytime, here for anytime you. Anytime you want to use them. There's no limit on how many times you can use them. And Moon. he's really good. I'm really good. But once you say, okay, I'll take Moon, it, whatever he says goes. That's right. <laughs> Like, it's, his answer is binding. You have forfeited your right to answer. You're now at the mercy of You're my at the idiocy. mercy of Moon. Hey, if you want to come and jump over the bench and clothesline him, that's fine, too. That's right. That's why <laughs> I put the trampoline outside the door. wild. Uh, Jake, hello. Hey, how's it going? All right, Jake, here we go. Gay bar or steakhouse? All right, Jake, vice versa in Morgantown, West Virginia. Is this a gay bar or steakhouse? <laughs> I'm going to say steakhouse. No. Gay bar. Okay, I could have told gay, you that one. That gay, gay bar. Ow. Okay, 0 for 1. Next. Here we go. Big Mike's in Thomasville, Alabama. Gay house. Gay house. Gay house, <laughs> gay house or yeah. gay steak? Gay bar or steakhouse? Gay bar. Ah, that's it it's for opposite Jake. Dave for that's Jake. <laughs> Big Mike's. Big Mike's. Uh, Rich in Fairview Heights. Good morning, Rich. <clears throat> Good morning, fellas and ladies. Happy birthday, Riz. Thanks, buddy. Here we go. Gay uh, bar or steakhouse. Right. Rich East Street Lounge in Hollowell, Maine. Is that a gay bar or steakhouse? Steakhouse. Nope. Gay bar. Next. Oh. Gay bar. <laughs> what about this one, Rich? Buddy's Corral in Des Moines, Iowa. Is that a gay bar or steakhouse? Steakhouse. And we say goodbye to Rich. I'm not looking as stupid as I was yesterday. Okay. Come on. Uh, Bill, St. Louis City, hello. Hey, Bill. Or, hey, Riz. Hey, Riz, Riz you're the show. <laughs> All right, I'm Riz, your Bill. Favorite. All right, Bill, here we go. Gay Bar Steakhouse. What about this one, Bill? Bird and Baldwin Brothers in Norfolk, uh, Virginia. Is that a gay bar or a steakhouse? We're going to go gay bar. No. Nope. That is a steakhouse. steakhouse. Bird and Baldwin Brothers. Okay. Maybe you'll have better luck with this one, Bill. Dino and Harry's in Hoboken, New Jersey. Is that a steakhouse or gay bar? Moon, no one's used you, so yeah. we got to use you, Moon. I'm going to say it's a gay house. All right. No, Show what is it? Gay house. No. It's a gay bar. Dino and Harry's in Hoboken. Gay bar. Oh, say goodbye God. to Bill. <laughs> sorry, Bye, Bill. Bill. <laughs> Bye, Bill. I mean, I'm sorry, Moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, are you serious? Yeah. I mean, I'm 0 for 6. Your game is password, buddy. <laughs> uh, Christopher in Cottleville. Hello, Christopher. The ones they don't call on me for. Good morning. I get. Good morning, Christopher. Here we go. Gay bar or steakhouse? Christopher, the Brass Rail in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Is that a gay bar or steakhouse? Let's go gay bar. Yo, oh, all right. Correct. I would have guessed It's a steakhouse here. I, I mean, it's a restaurant here. All right. One correct. Here we go. Christopher, the Brass Rail in O'Fallon, Missouri. Gay bar or steakhouse? That is Steakhouse. That is there. Steakhouse. Huh? <laughs> I didn't mean to hand it to him. All right, hang on. Christopher, what do you want? Yeah. 
I'll do the Jagged Little Pill. All right, Jagged Little Pill, Maris Alanis Morissette's uh, musical. Hang on one second. I'm going to tally that one for me. If, if That's right. a point for Moon. Okay. This one I want is putting together the game. I put them back to back. Oh, man. It's fine. I didn't mean to. No, it's fine. I'm glad. I'm glad. Mow the lawn there. I'm glad Christopher won. Right. Uh, yeah, me too. Uh, Joseph in East Alton. Good morning, Joseph. Good morning. Happy birthday, Riz. Thanks, buddy. Here we go. Gay bar or steakhouse. Joseph, happy birthday. Here we go. Golden Steer in Forest Park, Illinois. Is that a gay bar or steakhouse? Steakhouse. Yes, it is. On a roll. Three in a row. Let's go. What about Brownstone Lounge in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania? Gay bar or steakhouse? Uh, steakhouse. It is a gay bar. Brownstone Lounge is a gay bar. All right. Comes down to Here this. Here we go. Here we go. Joseph, think really clearly, buddy. Cork and Cleaver in Fargo, North Dakota. Is it a gay bar or a steakhouse? Steakhouse. Yeah, baby. Yes. Yes. All right, what do you want? Uh, blues tickets. Yeah, baby. We'll see you down there January 30th. That's a Tuesday. It's the Blues and it's the Blue Jackets. Riz Show Night. Tickets are still available. Get your tickets at 1057thepoint.com. And we are taking Wednesday off because we are getting drunk. <laughs> I thought you weren't drinking during the week. Well, we have a day off the next day. So that is the... <laughs> Midweek well, weekend. That is well, the... Uh, that's the exception. <laughs> All right. I, it's, it's, I'm not going to drink on a day I have to work the next day. Oh, okay. Except if it's Sunday. Fine print. Got it. <laughs> Cool resolution, bro. <laughs> uh, Kurt. Except if it's a day that I say it's okay. Yeah. Kurt, hello. Good morning. Good morning. All right, let's play. All right, Kurt. Club David in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Is it a gay bar or a steakhouse? Gay bar. Yes, it is. It's a gay bar. Yes, it is. All right, here we go. Kurt, let's go down to Southern Illinois. 20s Hideout in Marion, Illinois. Is it a gay bar or a steakhouse? Ooh. Uh... Gay bar? Ooh. That is a steakhouse. Oh, steakhouse. I've actually eaten at that steakhouse before. Uh, 20s hideout? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. been around for like 30 years. All right. Kurt, remember, you have Moon. With, you have Moon. Which, I, who would have got the last two, which means I'll probably miss the next one. There we go. Kurt, <laughs> The Rock in Phoenix, Arizona. Is it a gay bar or a steakhouse? The Rock. All right, Moon. Don't let me down, oh, man. Oh, baby, here we go. Stand it up. Because this is the final contestant, by the way. Ooh, all the pressure, bud. <laughs> of course. You love this. The Rock in you, Phoenix, just so Arizona. You know, Scott Rizzuto is rooting for me to get this wrong. No. <laughs> yes, you I'm are. rooting for Kurt to get it You've right. got both fingers I'm, on the I'm buzzer. Rooting, <laughs> I'm rooting for Kurt to get tickets. Well, if I remember, the clubs down there are bring your own booze or they don't have booze. I'm going to say The Rock in Phoenix, Arizona is a gay bar. Show me gay bar. All right, let's Ooh. take a break. Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. I'm terribly sorry to disappoint you, Riz. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad Kurt won. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Moon's got sports. Uh, King Scott will have a headline goo. And we'll, we'll finish her up. I'm thinking, by the way, the Hot Shots Wentzville will be 10 years old. 
You said 1990. I know. 14, I, I was like, no, oh, no, right. no. The Hot Shots Wentzville is turning 10 years old. You're really good at, at uh, calculating. It's the, it's the end of the show. It's the end of the show. It's I know. <laughs> hey, everybody. This is Garth Brooks saying thanks for supporting and spreading the word and for listening to The Rizzuto Show. Listen, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> sure Thank do. God. So 1990 would be, let me do the math here, 34 years mm-hmm. this year. The Hot Shots Wentzville is turning 10. Obviously, having a discussion, I'm doing a, a gig up there next month, and uh, too many numbers and a lot of numbers. I was listening to Gin and Juice this morning, rolling into work. All right, Dog. what? You know how I roll. <laughs> yeah. uh, and that song is 30 years old, and because it came out in 1994, it's still fresh. That's wild. Laid back. Yeah. My mind on my money, and my money that on is, my that mind. Is pretty wild. Yeah, listen, I make mistakes. It happens. Thank God I'm not making. Life or death decisions here. That's true. Yeah, listen, I'm just trying to entertain the people. And maybe my mistakes, they do entertain people. I don't they know. Do. Heck of a job. Uh, th- I'm not a doctor. I'm not, go- you know, heading into surgery at Barnes today and, you know, operating on somebody's whatever. You don't walk through the halls with your hands in the air no. up because you just clean them. No. Yeah. No, I, I appreciate it, though. I, and I and I, I was watching this video uh, from this doctor. The doctor actually posts videos on TikTok. He's gone viral with her. Uh, I'm sorry. She's gone viral with her. Uh, five things your primary care physician wants you to know. Okay. And as soon as I saw this, I thought, learn. I'm writing everything down. <laughs> okay. These are these are <laughs> things that your primary care physician wants you to know. Some you already do know or suspect, but there's one that might surprise you. Okay. Okay. The first one is all decisions are shared. Basically, your opinion counts, and you don't have to do what they recommend. Okay. All right. The second one is the surprise. She said, you do not need to do any special grooming before a visit. Interesting. No shaving, no waxing, no special cleansing. They've seen it all and they don't care. That's true. I still like to do that out of respect. I know. I I do. And I'm still going to scrub every inch. Yeah. I'm still going to shave my legs. Oh, by the way, I have not shaved my pits. Since we talked about this on Tuesday. Oh, I noticed. Or whenever. <laughs> and Tim was not listening to that segment, by the way. Oh, really? And oh, he's not cool. listening now. So. Well, I'll tell you I what. Say, I say March 3rd. Oh, wait, wait. You haven't shaved your pit since, uh, since Tuesday? Yep. So brave. Thank you. <laughs> so brave. It's I January. say he notices by February 3rd. All right. Back to you. Um, number three is uh, they have no idea how much things cost. Mostly. Yeah. Uh, number four is they know primary care visits are really short, so they'd like you to bring a list of things you want to talk about. Like, if you're really concerned about something, they'll find the time. This is something new I've been doing. And they'll be late for the next patient if they have to. Yeah, like, I've come with a list to stay organized, because if you go in and, you you know, like, if you your physical, your annual physical, things have happened over the last year. You probably forget. So I got a little note thing in my notes app where I just put anything I'm kind of worried about, which is long, as you would imagine. That's crazy. You've run out of space on your phone. Yeah. I've <laughs> maxed the out notes. the data. Just in the notes. <laughs> yes. Just in notes, which has no data, really. Would you like to update your iCloud? You're going to need to. <laughs> yeah. uh, number five, and this is, uh, you know, uh, things your primary care physician wants you to know. If they are running late, it's because patients before you were in a crisis and needed more time. But here is here is the uh, the doctor talking about the uh, the, the grooming 
part of it? First of all, all decisions are shared. We literally learned what's called shared decision making in medical school. If you don't want to do something that we recommend, that's absolutely fine. But just know we'll probably ask why, just to make sure that you have a good understanding of what's going on. And so we can better understand you and your goals and preferences. Number two, you do not need to do any special grooming to come to the doctor. No shaving, no waxing, special cleansing, none of that. We've literally seen it all. This is our job, what we do for a living. You're good as you are. There you go. That's nice. You're good as you are. Listen, I err on the side of caution. I shave everything. Eyebrows, everything, everything. Oh, Riz, you look like a hairless cat. You I'm see smooth, the doctor like, later. <laughs> you look different than your profile. Are you, are you, are you uh, swimming in a race later? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Completely hairless. Uh, safe than sorry. Yeah, Riz, absolutely. Riz is either crossing the channel or uh, or seeing his primary care. Yeah. All right, let's do sports. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show, sports. What do you got? Uh, sports is brought to you by DraftKings at Casino Queen. Play, stay, dine at DraftKings at Casino Queen. Robert Thomas scored the game-winning goal with 11.55 remaining in the third period to break a 1-1 tie and lift St. Louis to win over the Canucks last uh, last night here at the Enterprise Center. That was Thomas's 16th goal of the season. Colton Pareko also scored, which was his seventh. Thomas earlier that night was named an All-Star for the first time, so congrats to him. Yeah, you know they're doing the All-Star game. It's going to be a different format. They're playing soccer. Well, that'd be funny. Uh, so they're going to do it uh, where they, and they, didn't they do this for the NBA where they have like captains selecting their team? What? No. So it's not going to be the conferences. It's going to be the, like they're going to have two captains select their team. From the entire pool of players? Yeah. So they, so for this pool, so Robert Thomas got in um, and so they take one player from each team and the fan vote's going to be next to see who else is on the roster. But uh, that's how, that's how going to do it this year. Interesting. I don't know who the captains are, but a fire at the $6.9 million home owned by Miami Dolphins receiver Tyreek Hill was started by a child playing with a cigarette lighter in a bedroom. A fire official said yesterday Hill was at a Dolphins practice for the upcoming regular season finale against the Buffalo Bills. A big game, you know, big game. Uh, and the fire broke out. He left practice when he got word about the fire. The house was located in the Southwest Ranches, which is about 30 miles northwest of Miami. TV station. Uh, in the area showed a large amount of black smoke coming from the home's roof as firefighters doused it with water. Did you see, did you see the video? No. I, I saw some of the photos. It's well, not and, and you know, the fire. Just, they had a video of, of him and his wife. I mean, can you imagine standing in their driveway watching your house no, burn down? No, it's awful. Uh, uh, no pets were harmed. Nobody was hurt. Some family members, though, were home at the time of the fire. Pretty gnarly. So I said a kid playing with a lighter. Yeah, playing with a cigarette lighter in a bedroom. God. Uh, yeah, it's pretty gnarly. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs coach Andy Reid told reporters uh, Wednesday that uh, Mahomes will not play in the team's regular season finale against the Chargers on Sunday. Blaine Gabbert will get the start. Mahomes won't be the only starter to sit out for Kansas City. Uh, having already locked up the AFC West, his season um, ends with 4,183 passing yards, 27 touchdowns, 14 interceptions in his 16 games played. He completed 62 point, sorry, 67.2%. Uh, in his eighth year out of Texas Tech, Gabbert will get his first start since 2018 while playing for the Titans. So far this year, he has appeared in one game for KC where he threw two interceptions and five attempts against the Bears. Well, this is the weekend where if you're already in the playoffs, you don't want to get hurt. Yes. Get hurt. Yeah. But I read another article, and I don't have it here, but uh, I'll, I'll throw it up on the blog, about uh, Chris... Um, shoot, who's the, uh, def the, the defensive dude that was holding out? Chris Jones? Is it Chris Jones? For who? For KC. Anyways, the dude that was holding out, 
because he didn't sign his contract until a few weeks in, he has to hit like he's he needs to play oh, and do well. Certain, yeah. He needs to win. He needs another there. sack like for all these bonuses in his contract. Wow. So, so think about that. There may not be a ton of guys out there that are pushing for, you know, like the, the win. I'm sure they all want to win. But some of these guys are going to be fighting real hard for contractual obligations. Yeah. For, they hit certain milestones in their contract. Right. So if, you, so if you're one of those fantasy guys and you're like thinking about, oh, who's, you know, maybe this team isn't going to try as hard and you're kind of shifting out, make sure you do your research on what some of these guys may be playing well, for, if not for the win or for a playoff spot or whatever it may be. It may be for contractual Let's things. be paying attention because we're going to make our picks. Yeah. The Pick'em Challenge, we need to win this week. And and by the way, Moon, I'm sorry. I think the big news out of Kansas City is the fact that Travis Kelsey is not attending the Golden Globes oh, with Taylor yeah. Swift. Oh, I mean, this is huge. Are you serious? I think that's a big news. Uh, now I know Casey has a game on Sunday. Oh, but how many games has Taylor gone Taylor to? Taylor gone to. Yeah. I agree, Riz. They're going to break and up. He's a supporter just a little. Hey, I have a question about online stuff. So when you're looking at, like, expert picks for games of the NFL, what does it mean when it says straight up, and what does it mean when it says spread? Okay, straight up is win or lose. Okay. Like, what team will win, what team will lose. Okay, and then spread is like... Is uh, point to point? Uh, it's Vegas odds. So, like, oh. uh, let's say it's... Um, like, plus three or whatever. Plus three area. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right, cool. Okay, so Chris Jones <laughs> has has $1.25 million Riding on just a half a sack. He has nine and a half sacks, half and, he, sack. and he needs 10 in regular season to get $1.25 million. So, I mean, he is after one sack. Yeah. yeah. So, sack, I mean, sack time. I think we all are. Aren't we? Hey, but, justice yep. for half sacks. Right? <laughs> <laughs> half sacks. But that's wild stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, if you yeah. really start breaking down like how important some of this stuff is to yeah, fantasy. Well now, and, yeah, yeah, well, now at the end of the season. Uh, I'm moving that's your sports because half sack. Half sack. Half sack. <laughs> uh, King Scott? Yes, sir. I think we're ready for you. Alrighty. Let's do it. Hey, what's going on in the news today? Yeah. All right, King Scott headline go. A 13-year-old boy set a record by beating Tetris, and the record is world's most neglectful mom. According to U-Haul, Texas is where, is where most Americans are relocating, and according to the NRA, it's also where most Americans are reloading. Wallet Hub ranks Detroit as one of the worst U.S. cities for young professionals to launch your career, unless, of course, you want to launch your career as a coroner. Baby formula recalls in effect, and I've never understood why they call it that. To me, a baby formula is woman plus Nick Cannon equals baby. Ew. And on that Detroit joke, I hate to say it, but shots fired. Oh. <laughs> wow. Columbia unveiled a statue of Shakira, but the number one reason to visit Columbia remains the cocaine. <laughs> the Golden Bachelor got married last night during a live TV special, and the bride wore white. Depends. Good. Yeah, the reception will be held today at 4 p.m. at Denny's. <laughs> uh, Selena, <laughs> Selena Gomez says she only has one more album in her, and here's my question. How did it get stuck up there in the first place? Good. There you go. <laughs> Kevin Hart is suing his former assistant for extortion, and a case will be heard in small claims court. <laughs> you've, been, you've been on it this year, dude. <laughs> and yeah, finally, Kenny, Kenny Loggins turned 76 on Sunday, and these days when he takes the highway to the danger zone, his left blinker's on the entire time. And made a goofy All right. And Scott, great job. Great job. <laughs> All right, uh, I think we got time for a couple of... Two, three news stories, and then we'll take our final break of the morning. 
All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Energy Stars Heating and Cooling, preferred partner of America, sorry, Ameren, Illinois, to make your home comfortable and affordable. Well, listen, this is all stuff you guys need to know. Uh, just when it seemed like 2024 wasn't so bad, mm-hmm. here's this. A gigantic spider was discovered in Australia. When I say gigantic, it was gigantic. It's 3.1 inches from foot to foot, and experts say it's the biggest known male funnel web spider. Oh, that's like the uh, that's the most poisonous one, right? Yeah. For perspective, the spider is bigger than a baseball. No thanks. And it's attracted <laughs> to facial cream, right, from support. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and if that wasn't bad enough, it, it wasn't found by a scientist out in the wild. Some random person came across it. Oh, boy. No. <laughs> I'm out. This. No. Hey, isn't this? Uh, did they did they get it? Uh, well, they didn't say they didn't say how it happened, like how they came across this thing. Uh, so leave it up to your imagination. Uh, and it's poisonous. It's very poisonous. Like extremely. But isn't this one of like the top three that they use for? Um, oh, like what do you call the venom? Uh, anti-venom. Uh, anti-venom. Yes. Venom. Yes. Uh, so funnel web spiders are the world's most venomous spider. The venom is packed with forty different toxic proteins, and its raw venom is the only way to make life-saving anti-venom. Fantastic. They'd probably get like a semi truck full out of this guy. Yeah, the spider, they've named it Hercules. Uh, He's living at a wildlife sanctuary in Australia right now. (laughs) Good for him, (laughs) I guess. Uh, The spider keeper said Hercules has some of the biggest fangs I've ever seen. Dang. Gosh, I don't know what it is about spiders that just freak me out so bad. You know what, though? I I feel like I need to hold a tarantula, I need to just bite. Bite this phobia in its ass and Bite just the and just yeah, hold the tarantula. With the, start with the jumpers. I'm telling you, it really changed our perspective. I need a big one. Tarantulas are great, man. <laughs> That's what she said. No, <laughs> well, I didn't know. You I want to hold like a big uh, hairy spider, yeah. <laughs> and and uh, but it needs to be tame, and it. I need a man telling me, I promise it won't bite you. You got to go on those reptile shows with us. They got tons of them. Oh, yeah. Tons of them. Like I've held yeah. snakes. I just spiders. Yo, our uh, our uh, regal jumping spider was cool as heck. Yeah, cool as heck. Out kicked her coverage too. I think she like doubled her expected lifespan. That's nice. And it was a gift. It was a gift from uh, a lovely a lovely gal who does uh, spiders around around town. And man, it really did kind of change things for us. And it was it was cool. Well, it was if cool. I, this if I is see awesome. a spider like Hercules. He's oh, a big I'm not, boy. I'm, out. I'm not playing. It's with like that. a small tarantula. This guy. I'm out. Um, yo, we just got through the holidays, so it feels wrong to already mention another one, but. Uh, uh, a new candy for Valentine's Day has just landed. Mm-hmm. Uh, sweethearts, you know, are those little conversation heart candies with Love messages them. like, "Will be, you know, be mine. Uh, this year, they're doing do. a special version for single people who are caught up in, ready for this? Situationships. So Oxford English Dictionary defines a situationship as any romantic or sexual relationship that is not considered to be formal or established. So more than a hookup, but not exclusive. It made Oxford's shortlist for Word of the Year in 2023. It lost out to Riz, of course. <laughs> so starting next week, sweethearts will sell boxes of situationship hearts that look just like their normal candy. The only difference is that the words are blurry and hard to read. Yeah, and it says something like, you're good enough for now. Yeah. <laughs> or temporary fix. And they or, say, just like Gen Z, uh, relationships are hard to read. The press release used the term literal mixed messages. It sounds like, and here's what a great marketing thing. It sounds like they're repurposing their misprinted hearts and just tossing them in a box. That's cool. That is awesome. No waste. I like it. No waste. Okay, I do like that. (laughs) 
I love those things. People are. They're disgusting. I know, but I'll, I'll buy like a bag and I'll crush it. Those are dumb. They're not like Necco wafers. <laughs> I like when, it, like, I they're, like when they're just kind of soft and they just crunch yeah, down in the back of your molars. The white ones are my favorite too. But those are Necco wafers. But it doesn't give you the feel that you're. It's you're just eating edible chalk. I mean, it kind of does, but I'm like, I'm into it. <laughs> is it the texture? Is it the feel? Is it the bite? I like it's the bite. messages. I don't know. I'm a weird. I'm a weirdo. I'll buy a bag. I'll crush the bag, and then I'll save a bag for later in the year. Hey, remember mm. I said I was too lazy to take the dog for a walk yesterday? Mm-hmm. That could land me in jail. <laughs> dog share in Florida. Oh. And I plan on moving to Florida. So what if you got lazy, decided not to take your walk, uh, dog for a walk like I did yesterday, and it landed you in prison? Well, it's something people in one Florida city might actually have to worry about now. Deltona, Florida, about 20 miles north of Orlando, just passed a new law that requires dog owners to provide their dog with daily exercise. Whoa. Yeah. It's part of a new set of mandates designed to prevent animal cruelty. Nice. So the new law says animals must be given appropriate daily exercise, but concedes the right amount can depend on the dog's age, health, and breed. In other words, a two-year-old border collie needs to be out there and running, but your tiny Pomeranian might get a decent workout just zipping around the house. Mm -hmm. You know, I see the intention here, and that's cute, but, like, what purpose does this serve? And, I, and I'm being honest, and I'm not, like, never mind, like, the, the intention here, but, like, how, you can't enforce this. No, and all jokes aside, it sounds like dog owners probably not going to get in trouble for skipping an occasional walk. But it might be, it, like, you might get in trouble if it's an ongoing thing and it's actually detrimental to your dog's health. I'm assuming there was some kind of problem. But nothing can be I wonder proven. how they're going to profile people that don't walk their dogs. You can't prove this. What are you supposed well, to do, ask the dog for the log? <laughs> Yeah. Aren't they making those machines or the technology where it's reading I'm dogs sure, you know what? I'm sure it's going to be up to a vet to go, you are obviously not walking your dog uh, and your dog's in bad shape for mm -hmm. it. Well, I'd, I'd be in trouble because I have one dog that's a little overweight right now. Yeah, but your dog runs around in the backyard. Yep. So she goes I think crazy. Be all right. Guys, I might be getting a third cat. I don't know. Whoa, cool. I've been thinking about it. Willow is kind of depressed and he's been like, He's been going up into the extra bedroom. I got a little place for him up there to sleep. And he's going up there a lot. And Clover doesn't play with him. And, you know, Radios. She wa she's wanting to be snuggled up on us. But he doesn't really snuggle us. So he needs somebody to, you know, to hang with. You're a crazy cat Radio's lady. He's depressed, too. Yeah. I'm serious. I think she's got uh, seasonal uh, affective disorder or whatever it is. Not really. But but she is down. And I, I think it's just because there's fewer birds to chase. Right. And, like, she kind of, you know, she's a task animal. Yeah. And there are fewer tasks when, this is when, why when I love the cold Aussies. hits like this. Because mine seem like they're happy 24-7. I know. And you just kind of wish they were kind of down so they'd be calm for a second, but not mine. I hung out with an Australian Shepherd on New Year's Eve. Never really hung out with one before, and she was awesome. Aren't they the best? I was like, this is what you Yeah, I got one. Yeah. yeah, they're great dogs. Great dog. Great dog. Yeah. Also been on uh, some pug energy. Instagrams lately, looking uh, at pug dogs. Yeah. Yeah. On well, a couple of pug rescue sites. My buddy has made a living with a pug. I love him. He's got to teach it to ride a skateboard. You'd also all good. Also a great dog is a pit bull. My mother-in-law uh, gave a friend of hers a hug and didn't realize there was a pit in their house. And you dog attacked? You see her leg. Yeah. Your mom? Yeah, mother-in-law, yeah. Went to town on her leg, man. Oh. They're sweet creatures. I love them. Oh, no. Good boys. It's the way they raise oh, them. Oh, boy. That sucks. All right. Uh, that is uh, your news. We will take, uh, we'll end on that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, on that high note. Oh, boy.
Oh, boy. Uh, one final <laughs> break. We'll come back, and we will wrap her up. It's the Rizzuto Show. All right. That is it for us. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Had a uh, great four shows. Great, uh, you know, four shows. Beginning of uh, 2024. I think great success. Yeah. Nice to get back into it. Get back into a routine. All right. Today's podcast is entitled... You're not a D's nuts guy. <laughs> yep. Said one yeah. Scott to the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the beginning of the show, too. <laughs> You're not um, a D's nuts guy. Yeah, we covered a lot of ground today. If you missed anything, hit up that uh, podcast. Uh, all right, Moon, anything else? Oh, yeah, check out that new YouTube channel that I started, Story of the Gear. I'm all ta- I'm talking about uh, gear, my guitars, all that kind of stuff. Um, it's it's a brand new thing. I would love to get to, uh, let's 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 shoot for 1,000 subscribers. Let's do it. I want right. to, everybody, get together. And uh, go check it out. Just hit subscribe. And uh, who knows, maybe an episode. Hey, man, smash that like button. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, subscribe and smash that like button. But I'd love to uh, I'd love to start that off on the the, the right foot. That is something that I'd like to uh, to grow. And I've had a, a few band guys that a lot of people would be interested in that say, man, I've got this really special guitar. I've always kind of wanted to tell a story about it or tell its story. And this would be a cool avenue. So, uh, yeah. Hey, also if you're a gearhead, you know, like a music gearhead. Super. Yeah. yeah. You, you never yeah. know what you may learn, or maybe maybe I got a guitar and an amp or something like that that you wanted to try that you haven't ever got your hands on. Now you can hear it and hear what I think about it and uh, maybe some history of it. Awesome. Uh, learn. Just follow me on the socials for cat content. All, uh, cat content all and headstands. Headstands and cat content uh, at Learn versus Radio on all platforms. Thank you, Learn. King Scott. Yeah, get this on your calendars. January 20th, I'll be emceeing the All In For Life charity poker tournament. And it's uh, the biggest, I guess, charity tournament in Missouri. It's very awesome. And it goes to the, the funds raised will benefit the SCAD Outreach, the Focus Marines Foundation, and Brace for Impact 46. Awesome. So check that out. And it'll be on our website pretty soon. And, um, yeah, just follow me on uh, Venmo. I'm All the right, most followed guy <laughs> in the world. So dollar to follow. <laughs> Gotta get out of here. All right. Uh, we leave you with a uh, selection from our team. Remember the day brought to you by Hot Shots. Uh, Hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. From Farmington, Missouri, Jessica Firebaugh is our yeah. team. The Rizzuto Show Podcast. Powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.